0: Well, hello everybody! Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it's another great night here on the Four Guys Roundtable Show, and you know I'm here with these three jabronis to my left, right, up, down, whichever way I call them on your screen. Either way, <laughs> we're all here this evening having just a grand old time. How is everybody doing? Doing. Someone fantastic. needs a sitter, but that's okay.
1: Hmm. It's Are you what low? The sitter you, looks you, like
0: that's yeah, true it's very true can we find you a sitter i <laughs> could i can i can go online and find you a sitter
1: i'm sure we could find a darth pat a sitter that would be fun like a i special. mean I it's, it's
0: 9 30 in the it's actually I, 9...
1: I had to babysit my parents today uh, that
0: well, is that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's boring
2: about
3: pat
0: <laughs> that's that's a boring sitter
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was just because, uh, you know, uh, they had to take their car to the shop, so they needed a, a, a ride home. Gotcha.
0: I mean, you find I you I a professional to, sitter. Yes, I, I made, think we're I talking about a sitter that's
3: going to take care of your personal needs, Pat. I
0: don't have <laughs> any personal needs. <laughs> what? No. I do not believe this. No. Mm-mm. Don't believe it. Okay. You have to have some type of personal needs. What That's do you totally desire, different. Darth Patz? What do you desire?
2: Oh, I could use somebody to come in and do the chores I don't like doing. Like, <laughs> of
1: anymore.
3: course, he said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Do my dishes,
0: bitch. <laughs> no, I. I, I naked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that?
3: <laughs> he said naked
2: well you have heard of you have heard of topples cleaners right
3: yeah obviously yeah. you have uh, yeah yeah <laughs> how come you have not hired them yet pat
2: i don't know if there's any in this area <laughs> that's the <laughs> only thing
3: preventing it that's good to know there's oh, a side of life there
2: well it was also kind of, it was also kind of funny because uh Cornette, on Cornette's podcast, he and his co hosts have discussed it over the course of like two or three episodes for some bizarre reason, so uh, it's almost become a running gag there, so it was just kind of funny that they were talking about it.
0: <laughs> Patrick, got something here for you, buddy.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> From the beer.
0: The, the Google machine always does wonders. The what? You, you froze on me.
1: The Google, Google
0: machine. Said, the Google machine. That's what I well, you know. Yeah, or I know. The I, topless, I, I,
1: uh, what are we talking about? Topless uh, um, cleaner? cleaners? I know mm-hmm. the Google machine. I'm sitting right in front of the Google machine.
0: I found something called Dream Maids. Adult and <laughs> topless made in cleaning services. <laughs> Ooh,
2: this is fabulous. Um, sounds intriguing.
0: Oh, wait, hold on. They're too far away. They're not going to travel oh. that far to help. Hold on. There's more. No. Don't, the maids don't get it, house. Wait, hold on. What's this? Don't
3: get it wet, Joe. Make sure you're telling him they're close before he even.
0: Listen, I I, I don't want I don't want stuff spurting all over the place at this at this moment. This is something better than Hulk Hogan's
3: 1987 versus John Cena's 2000. <laughs> oh, it's game, it's game, it's game. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Oh. You know, it's, exotic
0: uh... cleaning services. Okay, here we go.
2: Hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because I am going to bring up Hulk Hogan's nineteen eighty seven very quickly just to just to talk about something. Oh um, Lord.
3: Might as well get it of you, out of the way.
2: For those of for those of you who are, of course, don't know what the hell we're talking about. When we were trading text messages earlier this week to decide what we were talking about today, I said we were going to do an awesome. in-depth breakdown on Hulk Hogan's nineteen eighty seven and compare it to John Cena's two thousand seven.
3: Thankfully, Jeremy said hell no even before i had a chance to
2: <laughs> now the, the funny thing is they probably think i was being serious which of course i was <laughs> uh, of course you were
0: i figured you were
1: oh my god i would have shot myself but that would have
3: just that would have just mm-hmm. came down to the two hogan marks versus the two cena marks that's essentially what that would have came down to because me and jeremy both like cena and you guys are both hogan people so
0: there is they something liked- funny that you mentioned Hogan. So uh, <laughs> I was reading an article. Brother! This is... Oh, it it made me chuckle from the guy who wrote this. This is why it made me chuckle. So they were talking about how um, Fox and uh, USA have not been happy with WWE. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We all know this. So USA is even more pissed off or they feel slighted right now that Becky and Brock are going to yes. be on SmackDown. And not, and, you know, Raw's getting the shit out of the stick. They're, they were like, their writer goes, they probably feel slighted because, you know, Becky and Brock are going to SmackDown on Fox and all the USA network gets is Miz and Johnny Morrison and water guns, <laughs> period, period, period. And then they were, they were, they were, uh, I guess, USA and Fox. I think Fox was more upset about, uh, they were talking about how Fox was upset about uh, CM Punk showing up on AEW. Because and they WWE had been working doing
3: anything about it basically yeah
0: because they, you know fox had their show yeah uh, he was on it. and he was on it and they built a really strong you know working relationship with cm punk so they i believe they thought that might lead into you know him getting back into wwe blah 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 and <laughs> the writer uh, the, the writer of the article goes Fox should have known throwing all the money in the world at CM Punk wasn't going to work because when he sets his mind to something, he's going to stick to it. He goes, mm-hmm. you have a better chance of the NAACP giving Hulk Hogan an award <laughs> <laughs> than CM Punk showing back up in WWE. I read that. And I just started laughing. I was just like, that's, that was, that was funny. That, no, that, was, there, that was a funny part. That was yeah, like, Holy def- shit. Def-
2: I mean, and, and that, the, 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 the real humor in that story is, is twofold in that. It goes to show how little Fox understands about CM Punk the person, and yes. WWE and WWE the entity. Because it was pretty obvious that neither side was going to do business with each other.
1: You know, no. So it's like they, they no. can Vince be Vince really Man yeah. likes to hold a grudge for a very long time. Well, you know what the thing of it is, Vince. I think
2: would have if he felt like bringing Punk back would would help, he would do it. But I don't see any chance of Punk ever saying. Sure, I'll come back. That's no. that's, that's I'll come I, back. That's that's where that's where the problem lies. Not with, um, you know, w, WWE not wanting to make him an offer, but with Punk basically saying, Oh, are you gonna let me do things my way? No, okay, bye.
1: Well, and let's and the as we talk about Punk and WWE here, I don't see him going into the Hall of Fame. Like, even though he would be ve- very, very well deserving of the Hall of Fame, I don't think he'd ever go in because he does. I don't think he really, at the end of the day, I don't think he wants to be tied to WWE for, you know, like that.
2: Um, right, right, I don't, I right, think, think, right now, right now, I would say it's very doubtful at best.
3: I still think he would.
2: But you, never, Triple
3: know, H you is, never know. What, you never know what yeah. the future may be. Joe know. just said an important, there's an important. Yeah. As long as
0: I, I think if Vince McMahon or even Nick Conn are associated with it, I don't I don't think he will. I think once if Vince steps down and but see the problem is if Vince steps down, it just the writing seems to be on the wall that Nick Conn's gonna take over. And who That'd knows what Triple important. H's role is. And if Triple H's role is is diminished or you know not as prominent as it was, then forget about. See him on mm-hmm. going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Maybe when well, he's in the 60s. <laughs> I, I wouldn't
2: worry I wouldn't worry too much about Nick Khan <laughs> taking over because if Nick Khan was put in such a position that he would be running the show, um I don't think he would be doing it with the thought of doing it long term. I mean, I'm pretty sure he would look to sell as soon as he could.
0: So uh, I mean oh. I mean, we talked about that too. I mean, they're not officially up for sale, but they're going to listen if someone sends an offer. So yeah, it's probably right. see what happens and with that.
2: That, that. And that's pretty clearly what his role has been. So um,
1: yeah. That, the sad thing is, is neither Stephanie or Triple H have the, cl- the the capital to be able to buy that company and keep it in essentially this wrestling family well we assume they we, we they they, they could probably they they would be if they invested their money really depending. smart maybe but it's it's really hard to say i mean it, it
0: all well, depends on what what shares they have cuz i think they have two two different types of shares uh, on wwe so they have the common stock and then the other version i think they both have shares in both so it depends on what they they have in regards to that, what they sell, what they don't, and some financial backers. I'm pretty confident they'd probably be able to find At, financial backers. You
3: guys, Joe, I mean, Joe was gone. Did you? I saw Meltzer. Meltzer gave his uh, ratings for SummerSlam.
2: Oh, do tell.
3: So, my biggest Board. issue with it would be he gave the John Cena Roman Reigns match the same score he gave Seth Rollins and Edge.
2: Which was? Oh.
3: Four and a quarter. I would have okay. given Edge and Seth four and a half. I would have given Cena and Roman four at, at best.
1: Yeah, so, f- that's a pretty high score for that match because that match really, what, in my opinion, it was not, not really that good. If
3: you want to go lower, Jeremy, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm I probably would have given that maybe three stars. Like maybe, I, I three. Thought, Yeah, three stars would be h- good.
3: I, I thought Rollins and Edge was clearly the best match at SummerSlam. And then I actually thought Edge and Rollins was the best match Maybe I saw – and then he gives Walter and Dragunov like five and a half. I'm like, come on, at the TakeOver. I'm like, that match was good, but it wasn't any better than Edge and Rollins.
1: So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I saw – I watched some of TakeOver, and it was pretty decent. I haven't watched it yet. Um, but because I, but- I turned it on when the Dragunov match was on, so that was interesting because I had no guy, idea who either it, of those guys gets- are. He takes
3: a beating, and Walter's the best chopper in wrestling history. So, like, nobody chops better yeah. than Walter. Like, his matches are worth watching just to watch him chop people.
1: Well, yeah, Dragunov's freaking chest was purple. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> that really has the hurt. And it was, like, near his neck, too. I'm like, oh, God. But, like
0: it was like that for about a month.
1: My
3: favorite thing that night was when Jeremy texted me and said, Karrion and Cross is not very talented in the ring. I'm like, wow. Even Jeremy picked up on that.
1: That dude. <laughs> that dude. He looks like he would be like athletic as shit. Like he's got the build. He got that like that athletic looking. He body technically
0: body. is athletic as shit. But you wouldn't be able to tell issue. by the
1: way he moves in the ring.
3: And then they, no. then they that's put the him pr- in a-
0: it's, That's the WWE way. That's the problem.
3: Then they put him in a goofy mask on Monday night. They gave him a mask and he looked like a dominatrix kind of. I'm like, "What the fuck are they doing to this guy?"
2: I was going to say history. I was going to say his career is already over.
0: Yeah, they've kind of taken his true old NXT entrance and just kind of shit the bed with it. Like, why would you take that awesome entrance away and not put it on live TV? Oh, you dumbed Boy it interests? down. Yeah, I mean, you dumbed it down taken um she, Scarlet she away.
3: she's in the she's in the doghouse apparently she's in the doghouse yeah. that's why we have not seen her she's in the doghouse apparently
0: still <laughs> yeah, e- either or like you take away that whole entrance in the music and you dumb that was it down and give part them, of it. <laughs> you give them some stupid i don't know well what's what was that movie what russell crow gladiator like yes outfit like it just uh, I don't know Like how many times Have we seen the fucking Gladiator work Look uh, Sorry Pretty much never uh, Cause it's not realistic uh, I mean they did They did it to the Ascension The tag team And that yeah. You know flopped. He, it uh, was I don't know Vince has a thing With the like Gladiator shit I don't know what it is
2: it was hey, cool I, see... hey I looked good In that blue helmet In 1996 Damn It was It was cool to
3: see Samoa Joe Do a muscle buster But Samoa Joe Was gassed as fuck
0: five minutes into that match
3: oh, was so he?
0: yeah i'm not surprised i don't
1: i don't know i mean he was definitely sweating like a gassed. like a he was stuffed pig i mean he was just it was just pouring off of him but it was hard I mean, for that me always
3: with him but he just looked like he was not in wrestling shape yet
1: yeah it was hard for me to tell like i don't i mean he was definitely breathing heavy at times but a lot of the wrestlers do because of how, f- how fast most of them go I think yeah. if that match was at a faster pace, I think Joe would have been definitely winning, and they would have done some some definite rest holds. Well,
3: there's no such thing as a fast-paced match with Kerry and Cross; That doesn't exist. Right. Well, that's so, what I mean. Like, if he would
1: have been there within there with a Rollins, or you know, I don't know a lot of the guys from NXT, so else. you know, somebody that was. You know, or freaking Gargano that can go, like that kind of, that higher speed, he would have definitely been gassed because normally he keeps up with those type of guys, the smaller guys that are much more, that are quicker. Well, he hasn't wrestled,
3: Jeremy, though, for a long time. So that's that's more, I I just think he was not quite.
1: Yeah, he definitely was tired. I don't, I, I, I guess he, I guess you could say he was gassed. It's hard to tell because that match was such a slow pace. I mean, that was, like when you watch Cross, like go to hit the ropes, it's like, Dun, dun, uh, dun,
3: dun. It's like watching that.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, he's going to hit the ropes. Oh, he's going to come off. Oh, he did a clothesline. Okay. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it
3: was. It was kind of a just. Dis- was, it wasn't terrible, Joe, but it was. like, I was. I was disappointed, and I definitely felt like Adam Cole was like let's just get this shit over with. It was like the worst match I've seen him in in a while. And I felt like he didn't put his best foot forward. So I felt like there was one foot out the door.
1: Yeah. That match was got, weird. Like second, especially the third fall. The third I fall. didn't understand the third fall at all. I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, how did he pin him being, um, Hang the to the ropes? Yeah,
0: that's what I kept reading. they were, while wow, people were wondering why that was the finish. I have to go back and watch it. Yet I'll probably do yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and, and we're not spoiling anything.
1: I mean, you've probably read all this stuff, and we're not.
0: I I, I know who wins all the matches. I just want to watch. No, the but matches. it was the weirdest third fall I've probably ever seen.
3: And he like, supposedly he officially became a free agent at midnight. Well, and so. I think
1: he. I, I almost want to say he got injured. I think he legit got injured during that match. Or Actually,
3: I just. I just. I felt like he he is always pretty much a guy that you're going to get a four and a half or five star match out of, and it just seemed like even Zach and like Jay and my other friends said that it seemed like a lackluster performance for him. Well,
1: I thought it started off good, um, like because there was a I don't want to say a quick first fall. There was it was was semi quick. Like I thought it would have taken longer to get that first fall. So it was definitely quicker than what I thought. And then the second fall was really good. Like the match got good and picked up and everything. And then cool stuff. And then the third fall came and I was like, huh? The match is over now. Like (laughs) there's no climax to that, to the ending.
3: We don't know. We don't know ultimately where this goes, but I felt like this whole time that he's been feuding with Kyle O'Reilly I don't think O'Reilly's there yet. He's not a main event like guy yet. He's like on the cusp of it. He's got an entrance. He's got a look. In the ring, though, he's not quite there yet. Like He's not at Johnny Gargano or Adam Cole. He's not at those guys' level. I don't know if he's going to get there or not. He hasn't done enough to make me think he's going to completely get there, and I don't think they're ready to take that chance with him either. I don't think that NXT thinks NXT with their new, like, logo with the pink and the orange and...
0: The Color Wash logo?
3: Yes, the Color Wash NXT logo.
0: Nice. So so stupid.
3: It's bad. It looked like I saw somebody, a meme today, and it was like a picture of a seven-year-old kid, and they're like, this is the kid that created the new NXT logo.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so... I had. to... I know we don't like to talk about this person in basketball, but I got to bring oh. it up because it was fucking funny. Um, oh, no. So LeBron, as we all know, you know, is usually one of the top players going into the season. And not to say that he's still not one of the top players going into the season. Oh, I knew Jeremy
3: was going to bring this up.
1: <laughs> hey, it's basketball. It's basketball news, so to say. But since it's we were not, doing our – news. So we were going, you know, since we were doing our summer our SummerSlam podcast, I didn't want to interrupt with some basketball stuff, so I, I left it off until today. Um, but uh, LeBron did not get any votes for like <laughs> up like the uh, the best top, player, top best player coming into the 220, 2022 season, oh, which who gives I found, a shit. and
3: he got upset about it. And yes, shared like, his grievances with people. What a little girl!
1: So he got upset, which you know it is what it is. But now with social media, when you put your upsetness out there, like it just makes some people look ridiculous. And LeBron has been, as we know, because we've done so many podcasts and we've talked about LeBron so many different times for different things. He's been putting himself in like not necessarily the best light for the drama. for for certain topics mm-hmm. like the GOAT topic and, you know, and this it's this now. So he decided to say after he got no first place votes. Um, I have it up here on Twitter and I, you know what I'll, I'll just I have I have the page up there was quite a few articles written about this so I'll just share out the let me uh close
3: Jeremy these. Jeremy loves to get, bring him up for me and you Joe I think Jeremy <laughs> likes listening to me and you shit on him it's,
0: I, uh, it's great I, I just I mean this yeah
3: this one is this one is even my friend Jay, we talked about it, and even Jay said LeBron should have kept his mouth shut on this one. So
1: LeBron decided to tweet out on the 19th, thank you, as if I didn't need more fuel to uh, – need more to fuel me. Hashtag washed. Because and- evidently that's what some of the um, sports analysts are saying, that he's washed up as a player, which is – I would never say he's that about washed- LeBron. Yeah, he's,
0: he's definitely not. Like, <laughs>
1: like, just- like, I can't like, say he's washed up. He's still going to put up his numbers, and he's still going to – there's a pretty good chance he's going to be in the playoffs again this coming season. But
3: in, instead of doing this, you just put it up on your bulletin board and use it as bulletin board material, and that's it. You don't go right. wide and cry about it like this.
1: Yeah. But it was interesting to see who did get the first-place votes – Uh, votes for top player and it was uh Giannis I can't say his last name so I'm not gonna call him
3: Giannis the Greek freak will be fine
1: and Kevin Durant which Kevin Durant I don't know I mean I don't watch enough NBA anymore to really say uh, NBA games
3: we want a gold medal because of Kevin Durant right but they're taking that
1: into effect in regards to top player votes
3: he's getting a lot of love right now because we don't win that gold medal like Durant was the one who played the best by far in the Olympics.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah he was. so so I get that and I understand that, but that's an interesting dynamic to use for first place or top. Yeah, votes.
3: I'm a little bit upset because Steph didn't get a lot of. He didn't get any any love in this. <laughs>
2: well, didn't well, he just miss most of the season?
3: No,
1: he played this whole season. Yeah, Pat. that
0: was so. last season.
1: Okay. I don't know where the voting comes from. I don't know how That's many people vote, but it was it was interesting to see LeBron once again because he didn't get votes for something that he probably feels he deserves. Once again, I deserve uh, this, which I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you are you in any earn sport. It. You have to earn that, and last year, LeBron did not earn that, in my opinion. In my opinion, he did not earn that to say he's going to be one of the top players. He definitely looked like a 36-year-old player turning 37. Like he's starting to show his age in basketball. That doesn't bit. mean that he can't go. So I don't want people to say, oh, this guy just hates LeBron. I'm not saying he can't go. I'm still saying he can play. But he's Man, starting to show play. his age. And that's just a fact of life. At certain point in time, you start to slow down. You start to have more aches and pains that keep you out of games. Um, you're just not the same ball player. You can't play at 36 the same way you did at 22. Like, it's just like it's just not possible. We saw it in Michael Jordan's career. Michael Jordan, when he was playing with Washington, was not the same player when he was playing with the Bulls in his first six seasons i know joe's wait, probably wait, looking, wait, wait, thinking i might oh, I'm, uh, I'm disagree um, with you on that
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait what are you talking about michael jordan playing with washington <laughs> what Pat? What? what are you talking about michael jordan playing with washington when he played with the wizards
1: yeah with the wizards right after no, they changed from there. the bullets no, no that didn't happen
2: <laughs> yeah sure it didn't yeah. <laughs> nope i know i don't did remember so, i don't remember such a thing
1: <laughs> so.
2: next, next thing you're going to tell me is that patrick ewing played for seattle and orlando
1: oh my god that was so why did patrick ewing try and do that like i still hey we one the prolonged career. it's just blind like Bart, one, when, it's just like when barkley played one, for the rockets yeah Bad. And
3: pippen, pippen and barkley both played for the rockets yeah
1: mm-hmm. so oh you know what I think next week we're gonna to have to do our discussion on super teams. Wait, the maybe super teams. Oh, no. fuck me! <laughs> it, was, it was it was it's gonna cool to, be, be gut wrenching.
3: <laughs> it was cool to see. Uh, it was cool to see Giannis on rampage last night. He's a huge wrestling guy. He loves wrestling. Oh
0: no. yeah, nice. Yeah, he does.
3: And they kept showing see. him too. They made sure everybody knew Jonas was Giannis was in the crowd.
0: Yeah, I was into it, too. Like, you were watching him. He was no, he's like, into it. He, he, he's
3: definitely into it.
0: He's, like, the false finishes. like, he's throwing his arms up and, like, every other fan. So it was cool. Definitely cool. All right. So that's all I had for any kind of NBA stuff because there's really just – there's not
1: really anything going on. It's in the middle of this, you know, in between the season. So there's really not Nothing. shit going on. And so, Justin, you know, got to bring up the stuff that we can with, like, tweets and shit that these guys are throwing out there. <laughs>
3: Joe's team traded my favorite player off his team to the team I cannot cheer for him on anymore. So
1: <laughs> speaking I, of that, <clears throat> I mean so I someone, guess we could take out, talk about the Lakers and what they're what they've been doing to get their next super
0: team. Uh, so <laughs> real quick. So uh, Matt's talking about uh Eddie's talking about Larry Markin, and so someone he got traded to Cleveland today in a three-team, or yesterday, I'm sorry. Yesterday. in a three uh three-team trade with Portland was the other team. So it's funny. One of the one of the one of the people I follow on Twitter, uh, I think it's um, Chicago Barstool Sports, whatever it is. They put a meme and it said, um, "Chicago GM or Chicago front office." Hey Lowry, we have a great spot. We're going to trade you to. Lowry goes, "Where is it? New York, Boston, L.A., Miami," and he goes, "No, Cleveland." And there's a picture of you with, like, one of the worst neighborhoods in Cleveland. <laughs> like, this, like, this rundown neighborhood. And then you see Lowry with, a, like, a, a sad emoji, and I was just dying. It was just, like, classic, like, meme shit. It was, it was fucking hilarious. Oh, Jay, fuck. Jay
3: actually I, texted me. He texted me at work. He's like, I don't want to tell you this, Matt. So he texted me, and I just put, fuck!
0: I liked Lowry. <laughs> he just had, he too. was He gets hurt. He was just He he hurt all the time and two up and down. So, hey, we got draft picks out of it, and we got a young, good, technically forward, power forward, small forward out of it, so I'm cool with it. It's what it is. I just thought the meme was fucking hilarious.
1: So here we go. Found a a current
0: roster for the L.A. Lakers. They're fucking old.
3: The AARP Lakers.
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and Rondo. It's reported today that Rondo's going to wait for his buyout, and he's going to re-sign with the Lakers. Let's add more age to that fucking team. So, and it, and so,
1: and here lies like just a preload to this to the to the whole super. This team is a team
0: thing. of ring chasers now. This is all this yes, fucking team. Is. So, it.
1: I don't know if I could call them a super team because half of them are old, are as, old fuck. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you got Carmelo Anthony, and who's so like, past their prime. Like, I want a ring. I want a ring. Please give me a ring too. So, like trevor now, ariza
0: trevor, trevor reza, reza resigned back with them like fuck
1: um anthony davis now he's got one he's probably the youngest of the old guys because he was drafted probably. in 2012 um let's see marcus Saul, there's another
0: guy but he's already like got this, a ring i
3: like tons of bomb um,
0: uh, dwight howard he's he's chasing howard, a ring. He, he yeah he came back and signed like whatever Kendrick Nunn. He's, I don't kinda, know why he's still young.
3: Monk, I don't know why Malik Monk went there. So I was not happy that he went there.
0: Yeah. And then uh,
1: there, Here's the, the biggest here's law. the biggest ring chaser of them all right <laughs> down here, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah just, I just leave I hope, that
3: leave that for next week, Jeremy. That's a I whole just, topic.
1: <laughs> I just hope that this team does exactly what I want them to do, and they probably won't. I just want them to, like, implode. Like, <laughs> all their swelled-ass no egos just freaking – that the whole team just falls apart. I want them to implode, too.
0: Yeah, they, that that team is so defensively – Nothing? Unsound. <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 not even funny. Like, that team's going to be one of the worst defensive teams in the league. I don't care if you have LeBron in ad ad is probably their best defense player lebron plays defense like two minutes out of like the whole well, fucking if, game if you
1: listen to westbrook talk oh,
0: it doesn't make a difference
1: last year when the when the wizard uh when the uh wizards were doing really good he was like if the coach tells me i gotta do this then i do it if i gotta do this then i do this because he had like one really defensive good game out of this out of the year like dude like
0: <laughs> yeah <his laughs> defense you locked is... up one He's... guy <laughs> He's probably got the second best defense on that team, to be honest with you. Right. That's sad but that's say, when he man. wants to play it. <laughs> he's like another those. one that
3: does it when he wants to, not all yeah. the yeah. time.
1: like yeah. if he did it all the time, I could see him saying how good he is at defense, but you can't play you can't just do it whenever you want to and say, I'm a great defensive player. No, you great defensive players are great all the time. I mean the people
3: like, most people know. Like, if you follow the NBA, most like you know who the best defensive players are. Russell Westbrook's name never comes up in that discussion. So,
1: and it's and it's and it's one of those things like to say that to talk about the best defensive players in the NBA now compared to the best defensive players in the NBA years ago, it's like day and night. Like, they're not even – in my personal opinion, they are not comparable by any means as this defensive player is, you know, as the, as a defensive player like back in the day. Because they're not. It's a completely different type of defense. Like, it's – it's, I don't I don't, well, know. Yeah, I don't could, know how to explain you play, it.
3: You couldn't play zone back then. Now you can play zone. Like, there's just – the game has changed so much that it's really hard to compare – Anyway, right. and that's so. not to
1: say, and that's not to take anything away from guys who are actually really good defenders. It's just, it's a different type of game. So, defense is, you know, defense is defense. You can't but touch it, it's players. Just, you can't hand yeah. check.
0: You can't fucking forearm anybody. You can't do shit. No. So, it's, just, it's 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 fucking sad.
1: It's very different. So, I wanted to mention to you guys, yes, last week when during our SummerSlam, I had when the same exact
3: urine, When you were yes,
1: drinking your <laughs> urine, bomb. my urine bomb. <laughs> <laughs> urine bomb? <laughs> Um, so last week it was, you know, apple pie, apple cider
3: mixed with urine
1: and I thought it was apple juice. Come to find out when I was done with the podcast and we were done talking about SummerSlam, I went down and my wife goes, do you know you put grape, white grape juice in that? I was like, uh, no, I didn't (laughs) because I thought. They got two bottles of apple juice. No, they got a bottle of apple juice and a bottle of white grape juice. So I was drinking white grape juice. Is it better
3: with the apple apple... juice in it or
1: not? Oh, yeah, 10 times better. I was like, this tastes (laughs) a little, like, I didn't want to make any faces. I was just like, this doesn't taste quite right. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's much better this time around um, because there's no white tangy grape juice flavor. (laughs) So. How could you not tell that? Because the apple pie moonshine is very strong. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, that's a little disturbing. You couldn't really tell that you would put grape juice instead of apple juice.
1: All I could tell was it was a little off. It just didn't quite taste right. We can talk
2: about baseball so
3: Pat can talk. Well,
1: yes, definitely. But I do want to talk talk a little about, so I want to get your guys' opinion because Joe and I are in a fantasy football league again.
0: Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. <laughs> and
1: I, I just oh, got a uh, uh, Theo, would you like to tell everybody what your fantasy football team name is?
0: So I used my, <laughs> I had changed my Call of Duty name um, with my, my coworker and whatnot. We just talked about this before where our clan name is like WAP9, whatever weaponized assault penguins. But I changed my uh, name. And uh, Call of Duty, and I actually used it for my fantasy football team. So my my fantasy football team name is Sticky Wap Fingers.
3: Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my that. my logo is a pink helmet that has a <laughs> crown on it, and the back of the back of the helmet has a, a, a leopard print. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I am. <laughs> So, (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to comment on that name during the draft, and nobody did. I was like, wow. I was like, okay.
1: Until I said something, my nephew who I was doing, I went over to my parents' house because that's where my nephew lives right now. He's actually moving out. Props to my nephew for getting uh, his own place with his girlfriend, his longtime girlfriend. So that's awesome.
0: Cool. That's good stuff.
1: Good stuff. Um, He didn't realize it either until I said, oh, my God, look at Joe's name. I said, it's sticky wet fingers.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I wanna, so I want to, so I want
1: to get your guys' opinion uh, on my team to see if I think, see if we think that I have a pretty decent team. So, so
0: r- real quick, if you uh-huh. look at, if you go to like the standings, ESPN analyzes your team and tells you where they think you're going to rank Yes, and what your playoff percentage is. I have the worst playoff percentage at 19%. And they have me coming in at 12th place for the season. They have and me coming in at ninth right now. And this team I have this year, it's better than the team I had last year, knowing that I looked at the points. Those how, things are
3: usually, the pr- pr- prediction things are usually not right on those things anyways.
0: I, I know, but it's, I always like to look at them because I think it's fun to look at them. But, so I'm looking at, so this this fantasy league is very running back favorable, put it that way. Yes, um, especially so with the PRP. I, yeah, and I'm looking at it, or and I'm, like, oh, and I'm like, okay, a wide receiver who 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 catches for 100 to 199 yards gets one point, but a running back who rushes for 100 to 190, 199 yards gets three points? And I was like, oh, okay, I see how they're doing this. So I was looking through the points. That's why I try to get as many decent running backs as I could, hence why I took Derrick Henry, because I think he's going to almost rush for 2,000 yards again this year but yeah. go on with your team. Sorry. So here's my team. Uh, quarterback
1: is Josh Allen. Got uh, Nick Chubb is one of my running backs. I got uh, Javante Williams as one of my other running backs. Uh, DK Metcalf. Cooper cup. Dallas Goddard. Jarvis Landry. He's playing the flex. Uh, Washington's D. And I took the coolest kickers name.
0: Young Hoku, <laughs> you yo know, you took that kicker like when I saw you draft, you did two things last night, and I was like, What the fuck's he doing? You took the kicker like so like a, a, six oh, rounds or something like that, six super seven early, rounds. but it was early, and then the second quarterback you took, and it was Matt funny Stafford. that you, you took Matt Stafford. And I'm like, damn, no one wants to draft an Aaron Rodgers, like he just fucking kept sitting there. And no one wanted Aaron Rodgers. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, uh, fuck him. That's <laughs> a Carr instead.
1: Yeah, that's what my, I would
3: have done too. Yeah,
1: and on my on my uh, bench I got Matt Stafford, I got Naheem Hines, I uh, got uh, Tony Pollard, Jalen okay. Reger, uh, Anthony Fersker, and uh, Darnell Mooney. Dardell Mooney. Yes, Mister Mooney. So that's that's my team. I don't think it's bad. Um, I'm projected to finish ninth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, we'll see. It's it's crazy. Like I'm. Um, I already made one waiver wire move. I'm just waiting for it to go through. Because I should have drafted him and I didn't. I took a different. I took a Green Bay wide receiver, but I think I drafted the wrong one.
1: Oh. Yeah, so they got, they got two. They got the, that are going to be essentially that they're they're
0: going to be the two main receivers, and that's um, Devonte Smith. Yeah. and Randall Cobb's back with them now too. Yeah,
1: Randall Randall Cobb and um, Devonte. Yeah,
0: I I drafted that dude. No, I, His I name it, is um, Devontae Adams.
1: Devontae Adams, not the Devontae Smith,
0: that's is with the that's Eagles. That's what I meant to say, Devontae Adams. Um, I drafted the uh, Marquez Valdez Scatling. Scatling, I don't think. He, I I don't think he's going to do shit. That's why I wanted Um, to drop him and take Randall Cobb. He was a decent. um, He was so inconsistent last year.
1: Yes. He would be good some games and some games he would be off the mark. And I couldn't. And I don't know if that was Aaron Rodgers not throwing well to him or if it was just uh, Scatlin not catching the damn ball.
0: So I took um, Justin Herbert because fucking someone took Kyle Murray on me. Damn it. I wanted him to. (laughs) I took Herbert, then I have Derek Henry, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Is that how you say his name? No idea. Uh, and I took Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Cole I Komet. I took Thielen
1: one time, and he didn't do shit. I was like, you
0: yeah. i Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a chance with him. Uh, Thielen, Cole Komet, Leonard Fournette, I took him because it's going to be between him and Ronald Jones in Tampa, and mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette's going to get most of the carries. Of course, I took the Bears defense. Put the Bears kicker, Santos, because he actually knows how to kick. Then I have A.J. Green, Devin Singletary, Derek Carr, and I took Tevin Coleman. And I know he's still injured right now, but he should be back by game one is Michael Thomas from the Saints. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You know,
1: it'll be an interesting I'm... fantasy football season, as always.
0: Yeah. It's sure. the only one I'm doing, too. I decided I turned – Uh, two others down i was like i don't i don't want to have multiple one's enough yeah i'm cool i'm cool with one or four right now to be honest yeah so um a picture i'm going to share with you guys so we were at carolina beach um from sunday to thursday right so we went down there it's a nice place down there it wasn't overcrowded they have a they have a nice boardwalk it's not it's not really a really big boardwalk it's kind of like this boardwalk that has like these big swings and benches and stuff like that that overlook the ocean. And they kind of like behind that is like there's rides and other like, like two blocks of like buildings. There's an arcade and mm-hmm. bars and all that jazz. So they have an arcade there. So we went there uh, Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, We went there Tuesday for a little bit. We played the arcade. We went back Wednesday and we just like cleaned house. Like we were just winning um the wife won play? like over oh, tickets so oh. like yeah it's one of the tickets where you uh, exchange tickets so uh, the wife was playing a game it was a plinko game and she won like 1067 tickets damn on that um the kid was playing these games he was winning stuff so me i know there's different versions of this bean bag toss cornhole whatever you want to call it wow. i love playing that I love playing that game. I don't, I don't understand. I just love it. So they had a game there that was pretty much bing bag toss. So there's like a, a circle and in the circle, there's three other circles, different sizes, thousand, 2000, 3000. So you throw it in, in, in and you get it in one of the circles, you get points. So say you get it in the 2000 uh, circle, like three times in a row, you get those points, and you get the bonus points for making it three times in a row. Ooh. So at the time, the high score was 49,000, sorry, two hundred fifty. So I, I cashed in, and I was like, "Ooh!" So I did pretty good. I got like thirty thousand. So I kept playing. I'm like, "I'm gonna beat this shit!" And I kept playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I, I ten bucks, ten dollars is what I use. Ten dollars. <laughs> so it was you know ten dollars, and you get all the, the tokens and all that. So I was playing, and every time I played, it was getting better and better. I was trying to figure out, and I was tossing ones in. There was a guy who was just randomly in there, like my kid was next to me. I left this guy goes, "Wow, Dad, you're cleaning house. You're just tossing them in. You're not. They're not even sliding in." I was like, I was on a roll. It was just, they were just like <laughs> dropping in. So I finally beat the beat the score, and when you beat the score, you got 500 tickets. So let me. This is a little. Where's my... Let's see. <laughs> Is it showing it? You see it? Yeah. There's me. And that's you can see... 500 like 500 tickets? <laughs> there's the 500... It's high, it, you can't... It's really weird, like the, the camera, but I, I beat it. I, I scored 58,000. So it was 49,250. I scored 58,000 even. That's
1: not 58,000. That's 80 with a five in front of it. <laughs> Kind of.
0: <laughs> There's a zero missing in the middle. It's the way to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's ev. It's evidence. Look at all those tickets in my hand. I got my score plus eight. tickets.
1: Is that eight o'clock? Is your score? <laughs> oh my
0: god! Y'all kiss my ass now. What'd
1: you buy with the tickets, Joe?
0: Uh we we just we ended up with two thousand nine hundred and seventy-five tickets.
1: That was enough to so. get uh, a plastic. Uh, guy a little plastic army man.
0: (laughs) No. I we 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 um we put him all through the machine, got the ticket and just gave it to uh to him and he just he picked out he got a Rubik's Cube. Um not the generic one either got Rubik's Cube and he just got some other uh some other stuff.
1: Yeah the Rubik's Cube was probably like two thousand points or something like that.
0: (laughs) No it was that it was only like a thousand. Oh really? Yeah, they're, they're, their prices for their uh their stuff were not that bad. Now, how do I stop sharing this damn thing? What oh, could it zoomed in. In. zoom See? in? See, them zeros. Those are my Ray Bans <laughs> prescription. How do I? I don't know. My, my things. Oh, wait. Why is it? I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on on my screen. <laughs> When I shared the screen, it just minimized everything on me. I'm like, what? <laughs> we need to call IT. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this, is this go. screen so You should going? have a
1: little stop sharing button at the
0: top of your screen. A little oh, red yes. stop sharing All button. All the way over here. Why don't you go to the left? I have three screens here, so I'm why. There we go. There we go. IT we go. support, how can I help you? <laughs> Jeez. It was sitting on the way up on the left screen. I don't know why. It was on the right screen. It is what it is. Yes, it was fun. I had fun breaking a score. I'm like, I'm, I I kind of want to know if anyone broke my score now. All right, we should put my name up there. That would be awesome. That was so, my adventures at the beach.
1: Yes, so I got to tell you, um, got to take. Um, we have the what they call the Da Vinci Science Center around here. It's, yeah, uh, you know, got a lot of different hands-on like things and stuff like that. And Adam, I don't know,
3: Adam actually took his kids there the weekend like before you did, like Adam was like, Oh, I took, I took him to see the dinosaur. So when you posted it, I'm like, Oh, that's where Adam just took his kids.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if, if Joe, if you ever took your son there before you guys moved down to North Carolina or not, but uh, anybody that's in Pennsylvania, that's close enough should really take the kids there. It's actually so. really, really cool. Um, for, you know, kids pretty much, uh, I think up to maybe age 10, it would probably be really cool. Maybe Ish. some older kids, but uh, it's definitely kids 10 to about five, four or five, that age group is really good for. There's just a whole lot of stuff for them to do. Like there's the water table that has like where you can block the water off and like make it see how the water will flow around different things and stuff like that. Um, they have like this air, this ball contraption with like different air tubes and it can suck it up and it shows like how oh, different things cool. go and, and that they have this like wooden car that you can like strap all these different gears to, to like create this, create whatever you want to. Um Just different, all, all kinds like... of different things like to do with different type of, you know, uh scientific stuff, which is really cool. And this, and they always have like some type of theme going on like this right now. It's dinosaurs. As AJ said, Um, one of the guys that we know took his son there and that's why I took my son there initially was the dinosaurs. He loves dinosaurs. Um so we took him there and he was a little scared at first. It was really funny. He's like, I don't know, dad, they, they're, they're really scary. I was like, but they're not real, buddy. Like they they're were fake. real really, really long time ago. They're not real now. These ones are fake. They're just to show you what the dinosaurs look like. And I said, they're made out of rubber. He's like, how do they move? I said, because there's, you know, it's a machine underneath, but they cover them in rubber. So it looks really cool. But they had fossils there and stuff like that. The thing that freaked me out is because the theme was the rise of the mammal. Like, it's when the dinosaurs, it goes extinct, and then the mammals came. There were some giant-ass fucking animals there that look like giant rats. And I fucking hate mice. I hate mice and rats. Jeremy
3: loves mice and rats.
1: So they got these giant, like, saber-toothed rats there that they're showing on display. I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. Like, get me out of this place. Like, I don't want to be in this spot right here. It's so gross. Like,
0: just... Oh, <laughs> it's all part of it. It's I know I was just like yeah.
1: this, like if the common mouse and rat came from this thing, like that's just weird and kind of creepy.
0: I don't think we've ever went there. But I'm not it, sure,
1: but it's cool. We didn't even do but the upstairs, but yeah, if there's an upstairs that you can do. There's not a lot on the upstairs, but there's enough, but yeah, we only did the downstairs and we, we stayed until closing. We got there about three o'clock and stayed till five and my son would have stayed there at least another hour or more just doing different stuff. He was just having so much fun with just doing the different little things that they could do. So I encourage any parent to take their kids there. They'll have a lot of fun doing it. And it's really cheap too. It was $15 a person. Like, I mean, you can't, you can be there from open to close for 15 bucks. So you don't have to have to leave. Um, And this, this week he wanted to go do monster trucks. He's like, dad, the monster trucks are in town. I'm like,
0: hmm <laughs> no, my friend george took his kids to that i saw that he posted that on social media
1: yeah it's just like uh, lots of trucks are
0: always fun I some people do don't it. like it but when you go there it's kind of like cool to see them like roll around and yeah i want to take shit. him
1: it's not that i don't want to take him. i'm just like uh, i just
4: uh, i don't quite. know if i want to
1: do it right now yeah like maybe next time you know that they come to town because they come at least twice a year i think to 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 the ppl center here in allentown so, all it's right. With that with said, that. Darth Pat, do you want to talk some baseball? Is there anything baseball related you want to talk about that may interest us or we can have a discussion around? No how's, no, the, no. how's the Skankies doing? Well,
2: their win streak ended today. Yes.
1: Oh, they had a win streak? What was it, two games?
2: 13.
3: Oh,
1: 13.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been hitting the shit out of the ball for about three weeks, right, Pat? <laughs>
2: Uh, yes, John Carlos Stanton uh, absolutely murdered a baseball last night to the point where when I saw the replay, the only thing I could say was, God damn, that ball had a family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they come or come off and the start squirting out or some shit.
0: Oh, but that was he, funny. That ball had a family.
1: <laughs> he hit it
2: 472 feet to just left of center field in Oakland. So that's a pretty uh, he's
1: shock. on
0: steroids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's, he's not on steroids. Test that
1: fucker. Oh, Test that goddamn guy.
0: <laughs> Pat, oh, do you think
3: do you think Chapman was using the sticky sticky stuff, and that's why he sucks now? Because he was using some of the sticky stuff.
2: Uh, I'm not really sure.
1: I think there's a lot of pitchers that were. I, I should say. A, I think there was a select few. I don't think a lot of them. I think there was a select few that were probably using stuff to make themselves better than what they really were.
3: Do you think Garrett Cole learned how to do it in Oakland or in Houston, Pat?
2: <laughs> I don't know because he's been pitching just fine.
3: I know, but he could be Verlander and him are definitely people that could have been possible. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not worried and if, about that. I'm not worried about that now. I just I mean, that you know, they played the twins, you know, a few weeks ago there and, you know, Josh Donaldson was one of those guys who ran his mouth, basically suggesting that Cole was only a good pitcher because of that. And Cole struck him out looking a couple of times. And, you know, Donaldson was bitching about the ball and strike call. So that was pretty satisfying for me.
0: So, Donaldson's a douchebag. I don't like yeah. that guy. <laughs>
2: He's
0: in the same douche level for me with Joe, Joe Votto. Joey Votto. I don't like that guy either. Never been a big fan of him. Plus, he plays for Cincinnati, I hate the Reds.
2: That's why you don't like him.
0: Yep. And he's arrogant, and he talks shit. And he plays for a losing team, so most of the time.
2: But I was going to say, uh, they're doing better than the Cubs are this year.
0: Well, yeah. One time out of the last eight, maybe. Still, though. He just likes to – he's just – He's just a douchebag. This is a guy who was on the all star team who refused to shake hands or high five any of his teammates that played in, the, in, a, in a, the National League Central. If they made a good catch or shook somebody out, all the guys are high five, you know, congrats, you know, celebrating stuff. And he's just like ignoring all of them so he can go eat a dick.
2: Oh, he's going the little too old school way.
0: Mm-hmm. That was probably like he, he's been doing that for. Years now, he's lighting up a little bit, but he still does it.
2: So a week, I didn't know that. Go ahead, Pat. Sorry, uh, I was just saying I didn't know that fully about Joey Votto. A week from so... tomorrow,
3: a week from yeah, go a week from tomorrow, me and Joe's favorite college football team is playing Pat's favorite college football team. <laughs> yeah, that's, man,
0: that's good. I don't know how that game's going to go.
1: So Florida State and who? Because I, I'm, it's I never know which one's his favorite. Is it Notre Dame? Notre Shame. Okay. Because he talks a lot about the about Penn State too, so I don't know.
3: Notre Shame. So.
1: So is that official official favorite team? Is Notre Dame there? Dark no. Bat?
3: No, I think no. he likes Penn State more, but I just. I always associate Pat, my brother, my dipshit brother, with Notre Shame. So,
1: because I would love to see Penn State, Florida State playing a regular season game, but that'll well, probably never happen.
0: Hey, that um, might happen now actually, with their agreement. So
3: a now between the Big Ten, Pac twelve, and ACC, so it could happen.
0: Oh, well, there we
1: go. Oh. Who the hell knows how that whole thing's going to work? Because we could do a whole podcast on who what team was better in that game, regardless of who won or lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State's definitely the shittier oh, team, me. for sure.
3: <laughs> I mean, Florida State's not been good for the last, like, five or six years, but before that, that I don't know how much the argument will go because Florida State's won three national titles in the last, like, 20 years. So,
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, Penn, St- <laughs> Penn State could have had one. <laughs> yeah. Could have. Still say they were raw, fucking Nebraska, whatever. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Nebraska either. I am not either. Your fucking team is the corn, <laughs> the, the corn corn huskers. What the hell is I a corn husker? What I husked the corn. One That's a good who job.
2: Husks corn. <laughs> What's that? What? I said one who husks corn.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. What are you husking <laughs> it with?
2: I don't know. He asked what a corn husker was. I told him what a fucking corn husker
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, oh,
3: so got dressed up in overalls.
1: So, big news! Big news! I went and got another. I t- took down another semen sample, and I'm officially sterile. <laughs> Thanks
3: for that, Jeremy. That's what we were all waiting for. That's right. Yes, I knew you. I knew you,
0: now, you wanted, wanted to know.
3: know. That's the most important thing.
0: No more kids. That's that's a glorious. That's a glorious thing. <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> uh, that's kind of what mine looks like now
3: <laughs> that's enough yeah.
1: that was that was darth just
2: expressing his disapproval with everything he just heard <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you never but know the viewing, viewing the audience the might like that. to know how that procedure finally turned out probably how not, samples
0: uh, how many I point. I did actually, so that's 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 not me, but I actually did. So how many samples did you have to give? I had to give a oh. dis. Okay. Two? Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> it's funny how that grosses him out
0: because <laughs> these talk two have
1: vaginas <laughs> and boobs all day, and it'd be okay. I just
2: don't <laughs> want to no 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 no, 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 It's not gonna it's not gonna <laughs> gross out in any way, shape, or form.
0: Oh my god the it's two of them I jeremy can't believe,
2: it's <laughs> I, can't, it's I can't believe you would bring it up yeah that's that's a fair point pat
0: i have no shame <laughs> I mean, we it's, know it's not that it's a of life, life. he As had a procedure done it's a of life. life it's it's how it goes you gotta you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take some samples so we didn't get into how he did it to give samples and all that stuff. And I won't because talk that's, about that's not necessary. <laughs> we we need to talk about did he have to go in the back and look at oh some magazines gosh. or some videos? <laughs> we we didn't go down that route. I just did, but he didn't. So I mean I we kept just said the PG. hey. He's like, hey, I, I you know, I gave a sample. I'm sterile, I'm good. No
1: more kids. Well, it's just funny because no. I uh they called me like I like you do what you do. You take it in, they test it, and do that fun shit. But it's just funny because the first time I had to call and find out, like, the results. Like, you get results, and they tell you what the hell you have to do, if anything. And they didn't call me, didn't call me, didn't call me. So I waited. I was like, okay, I got to call them. So I called them. Oh, nope, you got to do do that whole procedure process again. I'm like, oh, shit. And this time, within the same day, they called me to tell me what was going on. I was like, oh, shit, that was quick. <laughs> Like when it's good news, we'll tell you right away. <laughs> if it's not so good news, we're gonna make you wait and ponder it.
0: <laughs> okay. But
1: so we it's also yeah. weird.
3: We we uh I think we did this last year. I wanted to do it again. I wanted all four of us to predict what our NFL team's record is going to be this Ooh. season.
1: Okay, yeah, we could do that. Let's have fun with that. So I'll go first. So the <laughs> Eagles. Mm. 17 games instead of 16. Yeah, 17 year. games. I'm going to say they're going to go 7 and 10. Another awesome losing season and hard to watch season.
3: Uh, if Denver goes 9 and 8, I'll be happy. Like I'm going to say 9 and 8. I'll be happy if they go 9 and 8. Uh, right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do the Bears actually have a quarterback there, Joe? They might. Um, you got, we have Andy <laughs> Dalton and there's, you know.
3: They have the Red Rooster, Andy Dalton.
0: And uh, Justin Fields, uh, they he might. played good tonight. Um, I'll give him one game above 500. <laughs> That's Ooh, nine, being generous. So nine, and eight.
1: Nine, nine and eight. Like me.
0: Yeah. You I, think for a, I think between me and AJ's team, it's going to be, let's see how long the starting quarterback yes. plays for.
3: I, I actually wanted Drew Locke to be the quarterback, not Teddy Bridgewater. So
0: Ooh, A little Bridgewater. Bridgewater was announced, and it's like, how many weeks is he going to play until the other guy gets in? Pat's team over here makes has to make sure he has a healthy Saquon Barkley and uh some a wide receiver core that's going to catch the ball for Daniel Jones.
2: Uh, having an offensive line that's going to block uh, is a little bit more important than two things. I'm going to say eight and nine for the Giants.
3: Oh. So Jeremy, Jeremy actually picked his squad to have the worst record. That's right, baby.
1: Before. And I'm sticking <laughs> to that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Jalen Hurt, he's probably a great person. Really nice guy, probably great. But when it comes down to it, he's not really anything different than what we lost. He's not really any different than that quarterback. He's got the same of skills. It'd be like, oh, well, he's faster. Well, no shit, he's fucking younger, and he hasn't had any injuries. Of course he's still faster, but he's the same type of quarterback. Like, there's no difference, and they haven't done anything significant. I mean, they did draft DeFonte Smith, um, which is a good draft pick. They finally actually drafted a good wide receiver um, after patch, yeah. pass, passing up D.K. Metcalf. And he
0: and, played with Hurst, Hurst in college too, right? Yeah,
1: but, yeah. he did. Yeah. Uh, hurts last year. I believe he played with two him. Years. Oh, two years. Okay. See that. This is why it helps to have somebody that's a, a college football pro here. Uh, and they also passed up on the guy that's playing for, um, the Cowboys right now. And I can't think of his name. Uh, what that lamb? Oh, uh, uh CD lamb, DD lamb, CD lamb. So they passed up the, the two guys with initials because, On paper, their numbers, and I'm like, I understand (laughs) analytics because baseball uses it a ton. Like, that's almost like a total total analytic game anymore. But numbers only tell you so much. The film and and what these guys do, and you got to look at their overall work ethic. That's a huge factor on what these guys could possibly turn into. I'm sorry. Or take a white side. There is not really any upside to this fucking guy. We've seen all he's going to be. All right. There's, you've seen everything that he's going to be. Jalen um, Rager. I, I don't know if there's an upside. He's a tiny ass fucking dude. Like he's a Steve, S- Stephen Smith kind of guy, but he doesn't have the ability of Stephen Smith.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, the funny part is too. like, I look at your team and I'm kind of wondering if hurts needs to be in a different system too i kind of feel like the system you guys run there might not be good for him
1: yeah i i don't think so either so you know everybody dogged on carson wentz and this and that and to be to be honest and, and you know anybody that's an eagles out fan out there and wants to dispute me on this i, I say this the, the philadelphia organization ran him out of philadelphia like they did not do anything to say we want you to be here we want you to be our starting quarterback and yep. they did nothing to support Doug Peterson. Now I'm not saying Doug Peterson was a great freaking um, head coach by any means, but they did nothing, absolutely nothing, to help keep that team around, keep keep building a, a winning team. They did nothing, nope. nothing, in my opinion, to do to help that. And it's it, it's the same thing that Joe sees with the freaking Bears. What are they doing to really build a winning team? What can you say they've done besides keep g- getting good running backs? Running backs and, and in defense in a decent, <laughs> and a decent yeah. defense. Other than that, that that's not going to build a winning team. You have to put all the you have to put multiple pieces in place along the board. You just can't have one strong thing and that's it. Like it's just, it's just not the way it works. You have to have a balance like uh, along both boards. Like you have to have an offense that's at least good enough to score on a consistent ah, basis.
3: You have have, if you have a good defense, you have to have a competent offense.
1: Right. Like you, you have right. to have Like offense needs to be able to score. If you can't score, it doesn't matter how good your defense is.
3: Like the Ravens with Fluco, they had Fluco and he didn't make mistakes. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, he just ran the offense.
3: And Tampa Bay with Dilfer, like they they you like you just have guys that if you have a really really good defense, you just need a competent offense. Like even the Broncos, the last time they won the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning was hurt that year and he didn't have a great season, but he made they made he made enough plays when he had to. Mm-hmm. And their, their defense was good enough. Like, you know, you, you don't have to have the best offense anymore. You can have a pretty – I mean, even when, when the Giants won the Super Bowl for Pat, it was the defense those years more than it was the offense. Right, Pat? No.
2: What years are you talking about?
3: When they beat the Patriots.
2: <laughs> no. Maybe may, may, may the first time. So definitely not the second time.
1: One of those Maybe times the they went in eight. Which one time. which season did they go in eight and eight? Or was it both no one season they went in eight and eight and the other season eight they eight. were ten and six, right?
2: In two thousand seven, when they beat the Patriots, they were ten and six. Okay. They scored three hundred and seventy three points and gave up three hundred
1: and fifty one points that year. So that was not a defensive good defense. Well, it was a good defense sound. in
2: the Super Bowl.
1: Right. They showed yeah. up when it really they meant showed, something. Yeah, they showed yeah. up in, they definitely
2: showed up in the Super Bowl. And the one good thing that they were able to do, even though they hold on a second,
1: calculator up here. And I think when they went eight and eight, they just got hot at the right time. They didn't go eight and eight, it was nine and seven. Jesus, anyway,
0: nine and seven. 300,
2: 300, (laughs) 351 points allowed comes out to roughly 22 points per game, which I guess isn't so awful 12 years ago. I mean, I don't know what the average amount of points per you know game for every team was. But the one thing that the Giants had that year on defense was the ability you know they had two guys with double digit sacks, another guy with nine. So they had the ability to get after the quarterback which is what they did against Brady in the Super Bowl. But the 2011 team that went nine and seven scored 394 points but got up 400. So they were actually outscored for the season. So that team wasn't really predicated on their defense. That team was really driven by the offense. Um, so, you know, but they still had the same thing again where they could still, so, but they gave them a shit ton of points. So, yeah, you know, like the traditional Giants team, when you think about it, you, you know, when people think about like the traditional New York Giants team, I think people still have the Bill Parcells Giants in mind, which is basically run the football, don't turn the ball over and play defense. Which is yeah. basically what their first two Super Bowl winning teams were. You know, it, it was a lot of either Joe Morris or Otis Anderson running the ball. It was not turning the ball over when they had the ball. You know, with with Sims as quarterback because they never had really had great wide receivers in Sims' years. Um, but of course, you know, it was it was really always all about the defense. You know, the LT, Harry Carson, Carl Banks, Leonard Marshall, Jim Burt, Gary mm-hmm. Reason defenses. You know, so.
3: So are we gonna get the? Are we gonna get a repeat of the
2: Super Bowl? What do you guys think we're gonna like Tampa Super Bay, and Kansas
1: year? City again?
2: I, I mean, know. it's 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 always much easier to bet no on that. So,
1: well, Tampa
3: I, Bay. I, I don't want to write Tom Brady. Nobody want. I don't want to ever want to write Tom Brady off. <laughs>
2: so, right, but I'm just saying. You were saying. You were saying in a league of thirty, the exact same two teams in the Super Bowl again. It's that's a to bet on that is a sucker bet. You know, you always take the opposite or something like that.
1: Yeah. So I think out of the two teams, I I would say those two teams in both division in, in both conferences definitely have the best chance. I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, Tampa Bay brought everybody back, like all the guys resigned. Yeah. I mean, some of them some of them were still under contract, so they didn't have. But all the guys that were possibly leaving, all yeah, their whole all team, resigned. they
3: have their whole team back
1: which is yeah. as far as i know in the current era of contracts and free agency has never happened
3: i don't think that Listen. that's happened anytime recently
1: no so, not recently so that's something and and i think that speaks to tom Brady and who and the kind of quarterback and person and teammate that he is on a team i think that speaks really highly to him um because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if they really won because of the head coach. I would say that was more of the team being the, the how good they were, and being behind
0: Tom Brady and knowing what he was
1: able to do for I, them I would,
0: as a quarterback. I would, I would credit Brian Leftwich more than I would credit the coach.
1: The quarterbacks coach.
0: The offensive coordinator.
2: isn't he the OC now?
0: Yeah, he's OC. Him and Brady really got. They started clicking after a certain point, and they yes. just. They just meshed, and I give him more credit than I give Arian's credit.
2: So uh, um, I, I think Tampa Bay has, sorry to interrupt, um, just in the mm-hmm. terms of like qualifying for the, uh, for the dance, if you will, which remember is expanded this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Tampa Bay has got the easier path because the Saints, you got to figure, are trending downward. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Breeze, yeah. reti- because Breeze retired. The Panthers are trying to resurrect Sam Darnold and the Falcons are pretty obviously rebuilding, even though they still have a arguably, you know, top 10 quarterback, uh, you know, who's also getting up there now, which is really hard to believe. It's like that. He's been around for as long as he has now, but he has,
0: I know. Um,
2: so I, I like, like the AFC West is a little tougher looking than the NFC South. Um, but it also feels like the balance of power, I think, is a little bit more towards the AFC than the NFC right now, in terms right. of where the top teams are. Like, so like, like Kansas City still got to conceivably go through Pittsburgh or Buffalo or Baltimore or somebody else. I'm probably forgetting. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not so sure the other top teams in the NFC are quite as good as those teams appear to be. Yeah, he, have, I, he, 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 because the NFL, he still has, because more quality teams in AFC. The NFC East still looks pretty weak. The NFC North, really outside of Green Bay, doesn't really look all that intimidating. Um, the NFC West is good, though. That's a good. I think that's the, a good division. They, I, I think so, too. But it's like I think I'd probably take Buffalo, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh over really any no, of them. No, the no, NFC. I'm just saying that in the NFC, I think the NFC West is the best division. Probably. Yeah, but, but so I'm just saying I, I think Tampa's path to get there is definitely easier than Kansas City. Though.
1: Yeah, I mean... I mean, you take a whole, you could take a whole division pretty much out of the equation for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's the NFC East. I mean, we got on this on this show, we got two guys that like two two different teams in the NFC East, and we can both say they're 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 not Super Bowl contenders by any means, um, <laughs> you know. And Washington ha- is a potential division winner this year. Yep, and their quarter
2: their quarterback's Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: You just never know. hey magic fix patrick that's what he does yeah i mean (laughs) uh, they got rid of the they 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 kind
2: of expect i kind of expect dallas will bounce back this year dallas is a possibility too
1: but you just they've had the pieces for all these years now and they've continuously added pieces done really good with their drafting and added pieces especially offensive weapons so and they, shit. they can't they can't never put it all together for an entire season. Something always goes wrong where they shit the bed for some reason. And somebody I,
3: gets hurt or and, and out you know, of And, your, and I don't want Dallas to do well years. by
1: any means. <laughs> but that's not what I, I don't want them to do well. I want them to shit the bed. But you should. It shouldn't be like it should be. It's like the fucking Mets of the ba- It's like they're like the Mets of baseball. Mets are like doing oh da, 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 and then all of a sudden pff, hey look what happened to the Mets. Oh yeah that happened last year and the year before and the year before that you know. Um, so All it's that just, talent,
0: and what are you, what are you accomplishing with it? Yeah,
1: they're like, oh, this team looks great. They're, they're, not, you know, they got these guys. They got this guy. Paper, paper makes them look amazing, and it's like, yeah, they look good. And then they, they finish like, not the ten and, you know, ten and seven will be a good a, or ten and six, ten and seven. Now it's still not a bad season, but it's like you guys should have twelve wins, yep. easy like 12 wins easy, especially considering you're playing six games in the NFC East and you should wait and you should win all six of those games. Like that should be six easy wins for you guys.
3: I don't think there's, I don't really think there's such thing in in the NFL anymore. I don't call anything easy wins. They're games you should win, but I don't really call anything because on any given Sunday in college football, there's definitely games that are easy wins, I think. And the NFL, it's a little bit harder. To what, use like that. when
1: Ohio State plays one of the other Ohio teams in, in, yes. their, in this?
3: <laughs> or when Ohio or when State Notre playing Dame,
1: Ohio of this now? that. <laughs>
3: like... Or when Notre Dame plays Toledo in a couple weeks.
1: <laughs> you know. So. But yeah, okay. I'll, I'll saw them in that. It should win games. You know, they got six should win games. Um, You know, it's just, it's crazy. But I
3: will say this, Pat, if Toledo beats Penn State, you can expect your phone to go up. (laughs) They already beat Penn
2: State, so. uh, I was going to say, that would be a trick because they don't play each other.
3: Toledo plays Notre Dame.
2: No, you, you just said, said Penn Toledo State. You just said Penn State. No,
3: Toledo beat Penn State already in the past. I'm he saying you said
2: if Toledo beats Penn State, you can expect your oh, bowl. I, mean, I mean Notre Dame. I'm I sorry. know what you
0: meant. <laughs> we we understood you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Slip of the tongue. It's a Freudian slip. But uh, yeah. So this this NFL season is going to be very interesting and. You know, I, I wanted to be able to root for Carson Wentz and not because he's playing for Indianapolis, because I wanted people to like regret being the Carson Wentz hater. But then, of course, he f- fucking hurts his foot. <laughs> he should supposedly be ready by back by week one. Yeah, supposedly he'll be back for week one. But it's like, as soon as you're like, you want to be a Carson Wentz rooter and be like, okay, let's see what he can do, you know, he's got the right support system. He's got a, you know, he's got a, a head coach that, knows how, knows the kind of player he is, understands how to talk to him, communicate with them. Yeah. And then that happens and you're like, oh no, it's starting all over again. Will he stay healthy? Like, (laughs) so. You never know. But I am, I, you know, and and once again, Eagles fans, you can hate me if you hated Carson Wentz, but I'm rooting for him. I want him to do well because I think he deserves that. I think he's a a stand-up person. I want to believe that. And then I think he deserves to be on a team that, it, uh, in an organization that's going to be behind him and not, like, fucking undercut him. So. Such a traitor to your own team. I know. I know. Well, I've always said yeah. I'm an Eagles fan, Jeremy's but I'm not, Colts like, fan, the though. Eagles fans.
3: Jeremy's also been a Colts fan since I've known him, too, though. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I love those. I love, I, I must, I must say I was a Colts fan, but I was more, but I, I've admittedly looked back but and I said, Mark yeah, Peyton. I was more of the team that was there at that time fan, you know, with Marvin Harrison and, and Peyton Manning, Edron James, Peyton Manning, you know, uh, and a, and a couple other Dallas Clark, um, you know, just, just all those guys, Reggie Wayne. Oh, I loved Reggie Wayne. He was so awesome. So good. Um, he was, he totally was. You know, but I've also always said too, I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm not like the Eagles fans. <laughs> that everybody wants to lump into one big group. Oh, those fucking Eagles fans, they're a bunch of assholes. They do all this. I'm like, I'm not like The them. ones who throw shit I'm at more, you
0: in games for no reason. Okay, I'm more realistic.
1: Guys. I'm passionate about my team, but hey, I know they're not gonna win every game. <laughs> and I can be civil with a Giants fan. You know, one of my good friends is a Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So. Sucks to be both of you. Let me know when the Bears win their Kidding. conference again, yeah.
1: okay?
3: <laughs> Actually, Joe, your your team's the only one on here that yeah. hasn't won a Super Bowl in the last like twenty five years, I think.
0: Oh well, shit happens. <laughs> the eighties was the last you time they can't find a quarterback.
1: Yep, the eighties was the last time they did it.
0: Yeah, eighty five. I know. Yeah, I know.
1: Hey, hey. I know. I like Jim McMahon. I mean, come on, man. I know, I know. So, what was that? What was, the what, was the, the what the hell was that dance that they had? The Super Bowl uh, shuffle. Super Bowl the shuffle. Super Bowl, shu- Super Bowl shuffle.
0: And they did that two weeks or three weeks before the Super Bowl. That's yeah, the I love that part team. That it. team
1: was great. Mike Dicka was a hell of a fucking coach for that team. I mean, that he, team
3: was fun. That team was fun for sure. They 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 were entertainment.
1: The fridge. Who would have thought were. to use the fridge that way? The way they yeah,
0: did. I wasn't always thrilled about that, but yeah, <laughs> it is what it is.
1: Yeah, it, it got the job done, especially for that year. I mean, shit. Yeah, I know.
0: But they had a was away from Peyton.
1: That team had a monster fucking defense. That defense was no joke.
3: Yeah, they either that or the in our lifetime, either that defense or the Baltimore defense. Like one of those two is probably the two best we've seen. So yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: Maybe Tampa. Maybe Tampa too. The
1: the Tampa two defense. Yes. <laughs> Technically that's what it was.
0: Tampa Two. But
3: now that I've had a week to like we watched SummerSlam and we've seen like what happened after. I really, really think that WWE completely fucked up Becky Lynch coming back. I com- I think they completely ruined her like comeback. Well, yeah, they turned her up. heel,
0: didn't
1: they? You said. I think somebody well, said they turned her heel. She,
0: not she even tried,
3: that. She tried to cut a heel promo on SmackDown. It was it was wishy washy. So
1: <laughs> that's how you and, wash your wash. Wishy washy. And, and
3: Pat was Pat was like they were booing her last night. There were people booing her though. I was surprised she got booed when, especially when Bianca came out. Like people really do like Bianca. I don't understand what's going on in their head, but people actually do like <laughs> Bianca. So. Like, I was surprised that people were booing Becky, but they just completely ruined, like, her, this was not how her comeback should have happened. Like, I don't know what they were doing. They panicked. This is what happens when CM Punk comes back, WWE hits the panic button and starts doing dumb shit.
1: Oh, and they this, don't have the staple simple button or easy button? <laughs> they need the <this. laughs>
3: <laughs> Although they got almost 3 million viewers, which is like the highest rating SmackDown's got in like six months. But I don't. I I think that, and I think maybe people thought Brock was going to show up. I was like, "There's no way Brock's showing up tonight." People, come on.
0: <laughs> not yet.
3: <laughs> so
0: he's going to pick his moment. It's going to be a moment thing with him. He's not showing I, I up do, yet.
3: They just completely botched Becky coming back. Like I, I don't know if they could have done it any worse than they did. Actually, like I just think they completely botched that. Botched so, move.
0: Well, number one was having her squash Bianca.
3: Why wouldn't you just have them do a three-way and let Carmella be the one that eats the pin? Like, that makes more sense because then nobody's really getting... You're not... I don't like Bianca. Like I said, I don't mind the fact that they... But I I still think it's stupid to squash her like that and just ruin six months of work. And I don't... I don't know when we're going to see Sasha because Nicole said she's a non-vaxxer. So... (laughs) So I don't know when we're going to see Sasha because they may, they're probably like, you have to wear a mask, or get a vaccine. And she's like, no.
0: Yeah. I don't, who knows what's going on with her. So
1: WWE is requiring that their employees get vaccinated. Yes. Wow. Is
0: it so I would requiring? have a tough
1: time working for that company. I, I would probably be fired by now.
2: Oh, yeah, that's considering, right considering the nature of the job, it's probably uh, uh, in their best interest to uh, make everybody get vaccinated,
1: and They're I all totally don't touching dis- each I, other, and I'm not disagreeing with that. I just my personal like the the way that I personally feel about it, I would have a tough time with that, um, adhering to that rule.
3: So I don't know when I don't know when we're going to see her. I didn't know Nicole told me that she's a non vaxer, so so
1: hmm. that yep. may be yeah, why
3: she got media. removed from that match.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't seen that, but I also.
3: Nicole follows her on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So,
0: yeah, she's made the comments before. <sighs> yeah, teach her, man. I mean, gotta
1: do what you think is is right for you.
0: And they
3: they definitely on SmackDown. They 100% dick tease last night. And they were like, Dominic Mysterio is gonna fight a mystery opponent. So people are like, Adam Cole, and then it was Sami Zayn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah. That's like going I flipped to it there. onto it. And I was like, I saw that match and I was like, uh, let we'll me go back to what I was watching. <laughs> I'm pretty
3: sure. I'm pretty sure he's, if I was betting right now, I say he's done in WWE. If I was going to bet, I would say, I think he's done. Yes. He so the other Pat actually this week said, Hey Matt, how cool would it be if he shows up and all out next Sunday? I'm like, I may literally cream my pants.
0: He so, probably will. There's a high chance. I mean, there's already talks that Daniel Bryanson going to show up. So I won't be surprised if they add two people. Tony Khan just did an interview today, yesterday that I read. I think it was yesterday or the day before that they're always looking to bring in specific talent. He's going to keep doing it for the next four to six months. Okay.
1: Well, AEW could be not saying competing with WWE, but could definitely be turned into a legit like company with some oh, really heavy they, are, hitters.
3: they probably are kind of already. I would say they're they're kind of there now. I don't like they're definitely an alternative that and there's a lot of people like when I went, even when I went two years ago, like when we were waiting in line to meet the young bucks, most of the people around me were like, Oh, you watch NXT, oh you watch WWE. I'm like, yeah, I watch all wrestling and they were like like looking down on me. Like, oh my God, you watch that drivel? So I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's why I started, me and Eli started calling AEW fans neckbeards at that point. So
0: I'm I don't, I don't. don't You've totally dumped the brand.
3: I don't like the fact that like, I was like, really? NX, Especially then NXT was like, it's not it's kind of dwindled some but like that at that point nxt was like on the top and i'm just like you don't at least watch nxt if you don't watch wwe back then i okay but you don't watch nxt at least and they're like no and i'm just like okay i told eli i'm like i'm done talking to these people Uh, so and
1: and so i want to think it was like that And, and somebody can correct me if i'm wrong because i never actually went to a live show for um ecw but i want to feel like ecw kind of had that following like they only watched ecw ecw was the only good thing on tv or anything and then wwe i just think there were some,
3: some people like that i i don't think that there were but, but I majority don't, I don't, no i don't think there were because me and joe definitely were both in that group and we and jay my friend jay and we all watched wwe at that point Man. still so. so it's it's
1: just interesting i went to here. ecw
0: shows they 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 loved so, it, but there was they. There was probably a small group that were like that, but the majority and still watched every watched so WWE. It's,
1: so it's like it's so the AEW crowd, uh, and this is just based off of what you're telling me and, and and that and what I know from WWE right now and what they're putting out as a product. It's like the AEW fans are like so sick became so sick of wwe that once something else was out there that was not wwe it's like we only love aew (laughs) and if you like wwe you're you're a dummy like you don't know what wrestling is like you can't watch that and still like aew That is anti Christism and stuff. You kinda know, like, like ridiculous, like, over the top.
3: It's like snobby. It's like snobby wrestling fans. That's kind of we're what so
1: much smarter like. than you because we yeah. only watch AEW. <laughs> hey, reaches just to the own. Yeah, to each their own, but it's just funny, like, people would, I, like, either you're a wrestling fan or you're not. Like, regardless if you like what the product that's being put out by a company, either you're a wrestling fan or not, because there's still somebody on WWE but, you probably watched like to watch and, and enjoy. And I, li-
3: I, I, like, read banter between people every week, and I'm just like, you know, I think Booker T or somebody else at one point said, hey, it's really good to be a wrestling fan right now. Stop arguing with each other. Which one's better? Who gives a shit? enjoy it and stop whining about it. And, he, and he's right. Like <laughs> WWE Raw is not good. SmackDown most weeks is fine. AEW's usually more good than bad. NXT for a while has been kind of in the middle. Now I'm afraid they're going the other direction. So, and AEW kind of took, took the bull by the balls and they, and they signed they Punk and it went perfect. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they could have done that any better than they did it it was it was perfect like that that was i saw a list of the five greatest like returns in wrestling history he was number one on the list he should have been number one on the list i I was surprised that Dwayne wasn't on the list i'm like how is Dwayne not number two on this list Mm -hmm. but like triple h was on there which he should have been on there i think edge was on there i edge was i was like kind of wishy-washy with edge being on there instead of Dwayne, but like, I remember when Triple H came back at MSG. I remember that. <laughs> that place went bananas. <laughs> so, like, Manhattan. so th- this, they did it, they did everything right. This is my one gripe, and it's not even CM Punk's fault. It's when I watched Dynamite the other night, I don't need to be reminded four times in the first hour that CM Punk is going to be on tonight. Like, that's a WWE tactic. That's like WWE replaying what happened an hour or two ago. I don't need to see that every 10 minutes. I know he's going to be on. That's why I'm watching.
1: (laughs) Just a sec. I got a really funny meme. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Here we go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is funny, but I I will and I read this today.
0: That is fucking hilarious.
3: That AEW has done a better job of using Sting than, than WWE as of using Goldberg, I will at least agree with that.
1: Yeah, it was just really funny. I'm like, oh, that's awesome! Like that's the perfect meme for what we're just talking about. Because <laughs> that's and so true. That is like,
4: funny.
1: It's, we, just, it's just the unshakable truth of how people really think when they watch like a program and they hate the other program. Like, it's... and
3: we we even got to see we even got to see the fact that CM Punk is still one of the best people on the mic like ad-libbing when they Mm -hmm. were doing the yes and he was like oh you guys that's somebody else's stick you guys got to be patient so (laughs) that's like like he's one of those guys with jericho and scene on the rock there's not a lot of guys who are really good at like ad-libbing and playing for the crowd he's in that short list of people who's very good at on the fly ad-libbing like that like when he did that the other night that was that was hilarious when he did that and he didn't have to do that but he's like fuck it i'm gonna do it
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the nice thing about being in AEW. You really can. You can be from what the way I'm hearing it, and I've only you know because I've only seen like uh, what is the one that they. They have more
3: freedom, Jeremy. For sure, right?
1: AEW. What's the one that they put on YouTube that you can see for free? What is it? AEW. AEW Dark. Dark. Okay, so that's the one I've gotten to see, which I want to see Dynamite, but I haven't been able to figure out a way without some kind of subscription to something to see it. So. you definitely have the freedom, which is why not give them that I I've still to this day don't under I've, I shouldn't say I don't understand it doesn't make sense that they don't give WWE guys the freedom to be able to speak about their match. And just say, listen, you've got to mention the pay-per-view coming up and you've got to mention something about tonight in a match that, you know, or, or whatever. Unless you're, like Duane, two things.
3: unless you're Dwayne or John Cena, maybe, who I feel like they're kind of allowed to go out and say whatever they want. Right. But.
1: Everybody else has got to be handed a script to be able to say blah, 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 blah. And it, it just 90% of the time it sounds terrible because you can tell they've memorized the script and it's not – them that's really saying what they got to say it's somebody else that wrote yeah. it for them and it's just like these people are not stupid and if you want them to be better if you want them to get over and you want them to get over on their own way because that's what vince appreciates people getting over on their own way maybe with his character that he dreams up um you gotta let them be them you gotta let them own it like you can't let people they're never gonna own it if they can't do it themselves supposedly edge
3: Dan growl was going to show up in aew and do the brood entrance and then edge did it
1: nice yeah so,
3: and they said aew still paid Dan Grell. <laughs> So,
1: like sorry we're not using you but here's your thousand uh, dollars for the day and <laughs>
3: yeah. i don't know i feel like rollins if you didn't see smackdown last night he was being very snarky number one he had this like white button-up shirt on with holes in it that you could see through, kind of, and then he had a mink fur over it. It was fabulous. Like It was Seth Rollins being Seth Rollins. And he's like, oh, Edge, I have so much respect for you. Maybe I should start being more like you. So are we going to get Seth Rollins with the blonde part of his hair? Like, I feel like Rollins is going to revert back to an older version of himself now.
0: Uh, I I don't know if I'm down for that. I, I feel I, I feel like they're with the change of NXT and certain changes with people on the main yeah, roster. I, I feel like I feel like they're going back to doing characters like distinctive characters. Like Alexa has a distinctive character with Lily. You have the superhero with Nikki. Um
3: Alexa needs
0: to get yeah. rid of the doll. I'm tired of the doll. I, yeah, it's yeah. Head. I don't think that's 2.0. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. <laughs> Even Karrion and Cross, he's a character now. He's he's been designed as a character. I think they're going to that character so people can tell what these wrestlers. They know what they are. Like what side they go on, whatever the case may be. Good, evil, face, heel. They don't want too many people in between. They do all this for the kids and they give the adults that are a certain age a little bit here and there just to please them but everything's kid related and they're not going to move away from that because that's where they make all their money so and you think about too, look at a wwe crowd count how many mm-hmm. kids you see there compared to how many kids you see in aew you Yo, probably see yeah, 200 definitely. kids in a in a wwe show and you might see 20 in an aew show is more adult oriented for that specific I don't know whatever fucking 30 to 50 30 to 60 24 whatever fucking age group it's not for anything under 18 that's for sure it's not how they regulate it or how they present it
3: I can't wait till they we get CM Punk and MJF I can't wait because that that is going to be like the best mic work we've seen in five years and i just want punk to come out or i want mjf to come out and see punk's music and sit down
0: i <laughs> will that'll be pride that'll be a program they probably do in the in, in the winter time i can definitely see that happening that's for sure Absolutely. i don't know why jericho
3: and mjf were fighting again i thought they were done like i gotta see those two fucking guys fight again now <laughs>
0: oh yeah i saw that was they're putting them they're putting them on again
3: and jericho's gonna retire know. if he loses
0: so hopefully he does it just does commentary that's fine. Well,
3: Jr. they said jr's like they're kind of zoning him like taking him out like they're working yeah like so
0: enough. so someone someone posted that on jr's twitter he goes wow that's news to me so we'll see what happens with that
2: he's not losing. He's not what? He's not losing that match. Jericho? Jericho? Yeah.
0: It depends. His ah, When's his contract up?
3: Well, I just, It more or less comes down to him like he can't really wrestle anymore. So, like, that's why I'm hoping. But I, I agree with you, Pat. I'm like, he's already lost three times to him. So.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing it for
3: i would have rather he won the match that they just had and lose because now i gotta be there and i want to see him and jericho lose if i i'm gonna be one of the few people when i mjf usually not a lot of people like him he's just definitely a heel and people don't like him. so what are we putting up here
1: oh well you said you wanted you were talking about seth rollins and his uh oh you found a picture no that's
3: Oh, no, no, no. That's not what he was. Oh yeah.
0: Congratulations, Edge. You deserve it. That is <laughs> <so> sweet. <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> I love that coat. <laughs> that's awesome. That is cool shit. Pat yeah, the nice. other
3: Pat was telling me that so like he was telling me about like different wrestling guides. Like you can buy autographed pictures of them and, and all this shit. He said, like the average person charges fifty bucks, MJF charges five hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> wow, that's fucking ridiculous. Because
2: he, he's living the character. He he lives that fucking character. <laughs> um, I will say this: out of what I was able to watch of Dynamite this past week, he was the best part of it.
3: I mean, Sam Punk was good too. The first hour, was, I did not see
2: that part of it.
3: Okay. The first hour was pretty good. The second hour was dicey. Like, Jay texted me and said, What the fuck is this shit? And why is Alistair Black or whatever whatever his fucking name is? Why are they having him do a squash match as the main event? That made no sense. So,
0: I didn't watch um, anything Wednesday.
2: Uh, here, here's what it was. Um, so, I was watching it. Uh, fell asleep about forty-five minutes into it because I was trying to like sit there and watch the whole thing and like take notes and everything. So I totally missed punk segment. Um, there, was know, there was botches.
3: There was botches in the Lucha Brothers varsity blondes match. There were multiple botches in that match, and Red Velvet missed. She was trying to do a standing moonsault. She completely jumped over the person and landed wrong.
0: Like just a uh, botch. I,
2: I think I, I don't think I saw that match. I mean, there was a there was a I pretty was on the beach obvious while
0: that was going on.
2: <laughs> there was a there was a pretty obvious botch in the opening match. Um, Pillman Jr. needs to add a little bit of muscle. Um, his partner does not look like he should be in the ring to me. I don't disagree with you on that, Pat. Um, no offense. I mean, he could always change my opinion from what I saw in that match. He didn't. Um, He's
3: a work in progress, for sure.
2: I thought I thought Black's promo work was good, but the match was, yeah, it was it was just a glorified squash. Why is that um, the
3: match? like that's yeah. that's what I don't understand.
2: right right that did, it made it made really no sense to the main event spot if
3: Cody was going to come out or something like that was going to happen okay but it, yeah it didn't happen so yeah yeah um i'm sorry you missed the red velvet botch, Pat, cuz that was bad i mean that was a just a just horrendous botch like so how she do named you... her,
1: her character name is after a type of cake
3: yes how oh, do nice. you how do you miss the person completely doing a standing moonsault when she's laying right behind you? How do you just completely jump over her?
2: <laughs> I have an answer to that. Would you like to hear it? Sure. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, Matt Hardy is also somebody who I've lost all interest yes. in. I don't really want to watch him wrestle anymore either. And I am not a fan of like no, at all. I think he's a great jobber. I think he sells well, but I think his character is stupid and I don't think he should be winning a lot of matches. So, um, we're going to agree to disagree on that one. So, the, I agree with the him to a the, certain extent. Yes. The, the thing that annoyed me the most, though, from what I saw, that's what they make everybody sing along to. What yeah. song stuck. What, the Jungle Boy? No. The Jericho song?
0: Yeah. Yes. I uh, don't you, know. don't like, you don't like Barbie. that song? I love that song. That Barbie.
2: song is so obviously <laughs> derivative of so much better rock music that was produced fucking 40, 50 years ago. I don't like his
0: music either, Pat. Have so you I've listened been, to the whole song?
2: It's a complete and utter ego trip. Which, of course, is what I worry about long-term with some of the people in this company, especially a certain four people who have that little title next to their names. Yeah. And that's my biggest concern with the company going forward. That's still TBD in a lot of ways. So, all I can say is I don't necessarily like what I've seen from some of them program-wise. Um. But they can still change my minds.
3: Uh, Kenny and Christian's promo was good the other night. Like their their promo
2: was was pretty good. So, uh, uh, callous. No. See, shut up. he like shut up and let Kenny talk. He but Kenny Cal- needs to convince Kenny needs to convince me that he is a good promo because I've heard too many mixed things about his promo skills that I haven't actually been able to really hear him cut a promo well enough or long enough to for me to say yeah, he's good, no, he sucks, whatever. But Kals was just trying to dominate that whole entire fucking promo, and it was really really playing me.
3: He annoyed me, and now he's like – he annoys me, but it's, like, in the right way because he's doing what he's supposed to – like, when Christian said, you're, you're an old carny piece of shit, like, Christian's right. Like, when Christian calls him that, that's exactly what he is. Like, so – but it was
2: <laughs> – yeah, that part of it's bothering me a little too because it's like when they're going, it's like you know, like oh, we can say shit. Uh, so, I don't, I don't know. Just
3: when when Kenny was like to Christian when he's like, you think you know me? That part was hilarious <laughs> when he was like, you think you know me? Because I don't think it was necessarily done for that reason. I felt like he just said it, and then I think he realized what he had said. So
2: i mean i i do think the less inclined they are to in any way reference wwe the better so
3: uh it depends it depends like something like that is more i don't think everybody picked up on that so like something like I mean,
2: that Yeah, that more- that you that you could allow because yeah that could come out organically i guess you could say um uh, I would, I would try to keep that stuff to a minimum. I, I
3: think so too, Pat. I, I don't like when they constantly make references to WWE. I would prefer they not. Also, I don't think they need to do it. So, it was a the AEW show this week was okay. It wasn't anything special. It was it was mediocre, and the NXT show this week was also mediocre. So,
1: so I got to ask: Is Red Velvet's thing to stir it up? Yes, she that... does
3: the she does the stirring.
1: <laughs> yep. She, a bit her of and this. Angelo,
3: Dawkins, Angelo Dawkins from the Street Prophets also does that. So,
1: so um, you know, it's funny that she names herself after a piece of cake. cake
3: and then stirs it up.
1: Well, not only that, but red velvet cake is chocolate cake disguised with red food coloring. Oh, here we. And that's all I'm going to say because I'm not going to go any further with it because all of us know what she looks like and knows what well, kind of outfit she wears so that's all i have to say but i think she, it's pretty in, i just find it coincidental i guess that she calls herself red velvet
0: do you want to I know if she tastes like red velvet no well no, no.
1: Jeremy, <laughs> married. what are you trying to no, say married ever it's an appropriate joe <laughs>
2: Jeremy this show is
1: inappropriate, so it makes sense.
2: (laughs) Jeremy, what what are you trying to say?
1: (laughs) I don't know. What am I trying to say? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. I lost.
2: (laughs) What what are you doing, Dave?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: I I am going to be fortunate enough next Sunday to see... Q.T. Marshall, Russell, Pat's twin brother. So, how lucky am I that I'm going to get to see that match? Nice. That'd be awesome. That match is going to be a train wreck.
1: So, what is he calling himself? Going to be this, a squash match. A- anyway. Paul w- White. Oh, he's calling himself Paul White. His actual name. Okay. So, WWE and claim rights to that. It'd be like, oh, we own your name, like they own John Cena's actual real name. Which
0: is to just stay stupid, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know how he could give up rights to his own name, like sign that
0: shit away yeah he was done for doing that sorry don't care if he's a lifer
3: it's a really like it's a really good card for all out but there's one tag team match it's all singles matches except there's one tag team match i feel like that's the only complaint i have is it's a stacked card and there's going to be three or four matches that are going to be really really good one tag team on the whole card Hmm.
2: interesting Let's yeah. see. I'm looking they at have the best card they here. have the best
3: tag division in wrestling and they have one tag team match on the card. <laughs>
2: Let's see. I'm looking at the card here. A casino battle royal for the women on the pre-show, okay. I, which I will probably suck.
3: That is what it is. If Ruby Soho shows up, then that's what I want from that.
2: The so, match itself will, will still probably yes, suck. Probably will. Uh, Omega versus Christian should be a good match. Pac, yep. versus, Pac versus Andrade. Oh, name change. That's going to be a good match. Should be a good match, but yeah, Andrade. just whatever they've done with Andrade is I don't, I haven't found interesting in the least. Paul Way versus QT Marshall. That'll probably that. suck. Uh, the that'll Bucks be a four minute match. The, three. The, the Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers will probably be what it is. Uh, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. I'm. Don't really think a lot of Darby Allen, to be honest, especially okay. with some of the stuff he's done lately. But, again, we'll see. That match is yeah. probably really good. Yeah, Jericho versus MJF. I mean, really, who knows? Uh, Britt versus Chris Statlander. Uh, I haven't seen Chris Statlander wrestle for some time, but I do remember. But is she the one who they were saying once upon a time was – from another planet. Yes, and she also
3: was in the match where Britt Baker got hurt. So yeah, so responsible for that.
2: <laughs> so um, maybe uh, preemptively wear that face mask again, Britt. Um, Moxley versus Kojima. I know why. That one
3: I don't.
0: That, that will be a good match.
3: But why? Because they have nothing yeah. else to do with Moxley and they had to put him on the car.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And it'll uh, be a good match. Miro versus Eddie Kingston—that one I would think should be okay.
0: Yeah, okay. be a slugfest.
2: Yeah. Well, you, Kingston, you, you can do raw on your—you can do with one of those on a card like this. So yeah, you know. Kingston's
3: going to get a huge pop because
2: people like him. So mm. Kingston—he he does uh, one thing I've liked about him um, from what I've seen of him. He's Kevin Owens. Is really more from what I've heard of him. Is that... He Not definitely, wrestler-wise, he, but on the mic. He's as good as Kevin Owens. He can definitely talk and he doesn't sound fake in doing so. Like, what he says, I can actually believe what he says.
3: He reminds me of Owens on the mic. In the ring, Owens is superior because Kingston's more of a brawler. But on the mic, he my Kingston and Kevin Owens remind me of each other a little bit. So,
2: yeah. I think AEW definitely has a lot of opportunity right now. It's They do. seeing if they uh if they make the right decisions with the opportunities. If they capitalize on it. Yeah. Yes. I was blows blanking on the word. And I mean, this 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 is all I can say. I really think letting these guys be EVPs could really come back to bite them. It hasn't yet, but I could see it happening at some point down the line. It basically comes down to when I hear that you've got guys who are actively wrestling and are in some of the most important positions on the car. And they're executive vice presidents of the company as well. How is that different from the WCW days where the guys had creative control?
1: It depends Which on is, what they actual they it, it depends could be on, a, just the title and they don't actually have any power to do anything. Who knows? The
2: title implies they have power.
1: I agree. I know. I get so, that.
2: You know, if they're if they're if they're constantly calling their own shots and stuff. <laughs> and never putting anybody over if that happens i'm not saying it's going to but i do kind of feel like the the bucks kind of fucked over the revival um it, it just th- that'll hurt them the longer we'll just have to see where that goes right but so
3: because i'm not with you on that because if they were number one if they were that much they could have put themselves over right out of the gate And they did not. So they spent neither of them. Kenny had the tag belts, which nobody even thought was going to happen. So neither the Bucks or Kenny won a title for two years. Kenny is arguably one of the two or three best wrestlers in the world. He has been for like the last two years. The Bucks are one of the best tag teams in the world. Whether you like them or not, they're in that discussion. At some point, you have to put the belts on those people. You can't just. Say, nope, you guys don't ever get the belts. If you're the best at what you do, at some point, you have to put the belts on it. If the belts overstay their welcome, then you start to run into problems. I also think somebody like CM Punk seems like he's got a really good head on his shoulders and seems like he pays attention to stuff and seems like I don't think he would put himself in a situation where he's worried about something like that happening. He definitely seems like somebody who researches stuff and went where he wanted to. And there's reasons why he went there. Do we know if the bucks are ultimately the reason they're taking credit for it? We don't know if that's really like behind the scenes, why it could be. So I think that's part of this for me. If a year from now, Kenny still has the title and the bucks still have the title. You can start saying that, but at some point they had to win the tag belts. Like, like they had, I wanted them to beat FTR. I thought that that made sense at that point because they needed to win those belts at some point. As a fan of them, I wanted to see the belts on Kenny and the Bucks. So, and, they, and I
1: think that's why Pat has mentioned that it hasn't happened yet. But
0: I mean, it's so good. Still I mean, it could be happened five, five years down the road too. Yeah. When they start it getting happened older really. What
1: WCW had happened really quick when those guys got control creative, and that and allowed to book their, you know, whatever their whatever their abilities were, whatever control they had. Yeah. It like happened quick for that group and it you know we know that was ultimately one of the big downfalls of the company you know so. i mean
3: do i do i think brandon cutler would be on tv if he wasn't friends with kenny and the bucks probably not
1: oh my god
2: oh, oh my god i
3: mean <laughs> I, he, he me but I,
2: he,
3: he was he did a really good job last night at rampage was selling stuff and he looked like a jobber so he acts like a jobber.
2: When I saw him on Wednesday, just constantly trying to spray that shit. Oh,
3: see, that's funny to me. The spray can he's is surprised. funny to me.
2: So. No, he. Oh, that guy's a fucking embarrassment. It's like <laughs> it's like Marco's yes, the
0: stooge of the group.
2: It's like Marco <laughs> and him. And, Here comes the Marco stunt. Knew that was coming. Yeah.
0: Well, you haven't it's seen somebody, him wrestle in a long time either.
2: I, I, I I'm sorry, but again with the Marco Sanchez, but somebody who looks like he's barely bigger than my four year old nephew does not belong in a fucking wrestling <laughs> ring doing shit. So that's
1: I've seen, really- I've seen Brandon Cutler in dark, yes, and he is. That's where he belongs. It's in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: he's getting TV uh. because he's fried, but he doesn't really wrestle. He's just a stooge. So, like if he's gonna play a stooge and he's okay with playing a stooge and that gets him on TV, that's fine. He's, he doesn't really wrestle. He wrestled last night because Kenny wasn't gonna eat the pin. So they're like, we're gonna have Kenny and Brandon Cutler fight because then Brandon Cutler can eat the pin.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that makes it too obvious. I don't know. It's like it also starts running too much into like the bad comedy type stuff. So it's just somebody I, mean, I think yeah, you don't- somebody I think. Somebody I think they could do without somebody you could take out of the equation. Oh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't detract from the program at all. No. Nobody would notice that he wasn't there. Probably not,
3: unless you really, really like the spray can stuff with him. Then you might notice that he's gone. So
0: <laughs> just <laughs> a comedy act. That's all he is.
3: It is the, the Bucks are going to get to a point in Kenny where they have to be like, all right, we've kind of done this this you know where everybody's helping us win they, at some point that's going to have to stop like if the bucks win cleanly in the steel cage then then maybe that I don't need I don't want seven guys coming down and interfering so like maybe they say when it, a match is in a cage nobody's going to interfere that's bullshit almost every happened
1: way <laughs> too many times yeah you're a lot of shit
2: you're not doing a very good
3: job of keeping the people out there.
1: <laughs> it's always like they come down and throw a weapon in or they climb on top so of a cage and, and stop the person from leaving. Or
3: I'm, I'm, I'm trying in my head to picture because when I was at All Out two years ago, the, brother, the Lucha Brothers and the Bucks were doing Canadian Destroyers off fucking tables. So, are we going to try to do a Canadian destroyer off the cage tonight, this next Sunday? Because I feel like that might happen.
2: <laughs> I
3: think All somebody would down, possibly well, die.
2: Well, if it does, I'm going to blame you.
3: They, <laughs> those two, when they get in the ring together, it's like they have to top the last time they were in the ring together. I feel like that does happen with those two specific tag teams. So,
1: yeah, that that sounds like it could be death for somebody if they do. They, a Canadian guys, destroyer. they
3: they were like on top of ladders and they were Canadian destroyering people through tables. Both of them did it like two people did it to two people like two years ago. (laughs) So they, they, and that's one of those.
1: And that's one of those things. Like you hear some of the old, old time wrestlers that are retired now be like, pick your spots. Yeah. Like that stuff is going to cut your career short. Pick your spots. (laughs) Like You know, I mean, that
3: That's a spot, though, at, you know, the biggest pay-per-view of the year in a cage match. That would be one of those places where you would consider that maybe a spot then to do something that you don't usually do. So this is kind of like their WrestleMania, I would say. I would say this is kind of their big pay-per-view.
1: So since we're on the topic of wrestling, I have an interesting wrestling little, um, like, tidbit. So my son loves this Ryan's World, which is a – he's a – Started off on completely on YouTube and still does YouTube videos every day. Like every day he's got a new YouTube video out. He's a nine-year-old kid. His mom and dad are both part of it. His sisters are part of it. They have like this whole freaking company with it. He does – he has a show on Nickelodeon once a week. Um, and he's – it's like Ryan's like play date or something like that. And he always has like famous people on like they get somebody from football or whatever. This week, they had on wrestlers. Did they? Yes, they did. Two specifically, Amber Moon. Anybody want to take a guess at who the male wrestler might have been? Barry Wyatt? No.
3: (laughs) It's somebody that's still under contract. Still under
1: contract, but not not an active role in WWE right now as far as like wrestling on the main roster or anything like that. No, that was that was a good guess, though. Got it. So it was Kurt angle. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) So, yes, it was very interesting. And they were trying they were doing a thing because, you know, wrestlers are supposed to be strong and stuff like that. So they were doing this thing with being strong and they were breaking fake bricks and uh, cinder blocks and Kurt angle the, the task, which this was like the goofiest thing ever like he has to warm up to open this jar of like jam and (laughs) warms up by bending a crowbar and then breaking a cucumber and a head of lettuce. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then he still like struggles to open the can of jam. I'm like, all right. (laughs) It's a good thing this is like a kid's show for like five-year-olds because anybody above that is like, this is dumb. <laughs> this is really yeah. dumb. So those kids that age are like, oh, what's going on? Whatever. Yeah, my nephew, my son, all he's doing is going, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. <laughs> and he's jumping onto the couch, throwing like throwing his body, like doing a cross body under the couch. Kurt angle. And see him fly onto the couch. <laughs> oh my god,
0: that's hilarious.
3: Hey, maybe you can teach him and he can do the backwards moonsault better than Red Belt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> should be pretty easy it's
3: just this is a week after pat was like saying jade cargo couldn't have a 45 second match without botching moves like we see another one of their women's wrestlers botching a move that you're supposed to be able to do on television Mm -hmm. so
1: which i'm sure she's probably done a ridiculous amount of times and
3: that's why they need Somebody like Ruby Riot to show up because she's ruffled on television and she knows how to wrestle on television. They need somebody like her to show up because that division still needs help.
1: Well, oh, yeah, they got but plenty. Of, that, there's plenty of female wrestlers out there that either don't wrestle for WWE anymore because they got let go, or you know other promotions that have probably been on TV, like some kind of televised TV that they could bring over.
3: They keep, you know, everything this week keeps saying that Bray Wyatt might sign with Impact.
0: Hmm. Uh. Yeah. So Buddy Murphy, hard. yeah. Buddy Murphy and Braun Strowman, uh, Impact is trying to go after those two. And Bray is kind of a toss up between Impact and AEW right now. Wow.
1: Braun Strowman, who would have because thought Impact would get signed thing. again?
0: <laughs> no, he'll get signed.
1: No, <laughs> I mean, by AEW, he'll get signed.
0: Yeah. The other thing, too, is Impact supposed to be making an announcement. Soon about a new TV deal, so they might be getting a um or more wide range TV deal with the network. So we'll see who that's going to be with. Yeah, but which network? network? Yeah, that's the that's the news. It hasn't <laughs> broke yet. <But> that's <laughs> like going to be the show. Spark. Their who show is, is on a network, network I
1: you, you don't even know. Like it's yeah, on Axis the TV. Flamingo Network, Channel One Ninety Two. Like who the hell yeah, gets Axis. that? Do you get that channel? I don't get that channel. <laughs>
3: that 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 picture i sent joe was interesting though where cm punk had the initials written on his shoe
0: yeah going around too
3: uh yeah rampage he had ac written on his shoes and then when he was on dynamite he had bw written on his shoes so adam cole and bray wyatt
4: Mm. yeah
3: somebody did a lot of detective work to get a close-up of cm punk's shoes
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well, you know there. You know there's. Uh, you know, you would consider. I, I would consider you like our wrestling nerd because you watch. You watch so much wrestling. I don't
3: have binoculars in the crowd. No.
1: <laughs> Darth Pat is our wrestling uh, historian, historian. <laughs> but that takes it to a whole level, a whole other level of nerdism. To like still shot like a uh, pick like the video Somebody and then, like zoom in on and like when they're standing in the ring, <laughs> like. <gasps> Did you see that It has a C on there?
0: They probably want to check That's out a clue his shoe. To game they were trying see, to sign. You <laughs> want to see what his shoe game was and just notice the initials <laughs> on there. Like, oh shit, what does this mean?
3: Yes, yeah, the definitely is a Vans. He's a Vans guy.
1: So yeah. he you think he's wearing Vans a- in the ring, though? Like for wrestling? Probably not. Well, no, I mean. no, no, no not for that. Post, but cause cause I'm pretty know. sure he was one of the guys that used to wear like like a wrestling shoe with kick pads over top. I felt like he was mm-hmm. wearing a regular wrestling shoe, not like a wrestling boot, but like a wrestling high school shoe.
3: I mean, he's not wearing $1,000 shoes like the Bucks are every time they get in the ring. So,
0: oh, they're special shoes. <laughs> special.
3: It's <laughs> special. They're, they're special Jordans.
0: Yeah.
4: Hmm.
1: Well, if you got the money, I guess piss it away some way
3: i know a thousand dollar shoes i i don't know if i'd be wearing those i think i would be not wearing those but that's just me
1: well we're in a different money situation than they are i know but pretty much
0: they
3: probably have lots of pairs of shoes that cost that much money so i still don't know if i'd be wearing them
0: (laughs) i wonder if they're really a thousand dollars or just exaggerating on that price tag they are i went
3: on I went on like eBay or something after I saw those shoes, just and they're 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 legit, like selling which, for that what, month.
1: Which Jordans are they? That's insane.
3: I don't know what the name of them is now because that was like six weeks ago. But I went to look and I'm like, holy shit, no way those shoes are really a thousand dollars, and they were selling them for like a thousand dollars on eBay. So they're like That's Jordan insane. ones. They're a specific Jordan one. So.
1: Okay, so they're the Dior X yes, yes, Nike Air that, Jordan 1s. That's that, yep. Okay, so let me type that in because I'm interested. Holy monkey balls. Yes, see? <laughs> so...
3: <laughs> that We know that they cost Jeremy just by Jeremy's reaction.
1: All right, so... so yeah Nike Air Jordan One low to <laughs> war
3: $7,700
1: oh
3: they have the high top ones Jerry. So here's
1: the high top one here's the eight and a half or 14,000 <laughs> the,
3: then there's the fake ones for $189 <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> wow that <laughs> is some dumb
0: shit I'm not gonna lie wrestle in that's, That's is, some boozy shit right there.
3: Yeah, it is definitely
0: bougie like, as fuck. 14,000.
1: <laughs> 8,000. I just fuck gotta go. Who the hell is selling these damn shoes? Far farfetch.com. Oh, looks like they well,
0: might Look have the original them price. Down. Oh, original price was $25,000. We marked them down <laughs> to 14. <laughs> Like What in fucking wonder- shenanigans is that shit?
1: And is DeWar like the company that like, yeah, they did, yeah. So Duar is on the bottom, Air Jordan on the one, Duar on the one. Let's see, can we zoom in on this? Yeah, we can.
0: <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous.
1: I'm going to see the, the one- side of this shoe. That's what I want to see. I want to see this. So it's like that they're like, is that dewar's like logo there? Like, maybe. etched into the, the Nike symbol? I, I feel like... Oh, no Air Duar. <laughs> not Air Jordan, Air Dwar.
3: F- FTR, like, took their shoes. So I feel like they maybe had fake ones that day, because would you really let somebody else take your $7,000 shoes and do something with them?
0: <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> Hell no.
3: Hell no. Speaking I pay expensive-ass
1: so, stupid shit.
3: <laughs> I'd pay... I paid ninety four dollars for the tickets to go to All Out. I could sell them for five hundred dollars right
4: now.
1: Mm-hmm. Not surprised there. So, just a quick uh, little tidbit on uh, some expensive ass stupid shit. So, um, we were looking, you know, we're looking to do another, like with my wife's family, do rent a house oh, like here near we a go. lake, like rent a house near a lake has a pool, like kind of kind of like throw everything into one little thing instead of doing – like we've for like the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years, we've been doing a camping trip. Maybe it's not that many. It feels like it's that many. We do a camping trip. But we want to change it up and do something different because it, camping is not a cheap vacation anymore. It's starting to get expensive because they're just – the rates for renting stuff is just expensive anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was looking – And I put in like New York, I just wanted to like, see what kind of stuff was out there in New York. And I did find something, but then I also found something really ridiculous. So it comes up because I put it in by, I didn't put a price limit and I just put number of rooms based on number of guests, a mansion. I mean, like a legit mansion in the South Hamptons came up. It was over $7,000 a night to rent this place. It was a Mm -hmm. 25,000 square foot home with a U shaped like infinity pool in the front.
0: Oh, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I know. It was really cool. And it was on the beach, but to get down to the beach, you had to walk down the stairs that went along the cliff side. (laughs) And then you walked down to your own private part of the beach. Like the stairs Mm -hmm. were probably easily between 60 and a hundred feet tall. Like, this is how long the cliff was, how tall the cliff was, and it was just redonkulous how large this house was. I'm it's like, the Hamptons, baby. I know, it was the South Hamptons. Large. I was like, oh, Live Jesus.
3: Hey, that's that's where they convinced Kevin Durant to sign with the Warriors in the Hamptons. <laughs>
1: maybe they rented that house they
0: probably like, see, did this is what we can do for you like <laughs> he wasn't making enough money to rent that first yeah, place he's probably but... buy that house without even thinking about it that's
3: that that's the infamous meaning in the hamptons that's what they refer to that as when that that was what convinced durant to sign with the warriors
1: oh yeah, yeah that's that just
0: expensive just...
1: Yeah, I just, I had, I just laughed. I was like, I mean, I looked at all the pictures. I like this house. And it was interesting because the whole entire house was white. Like everything was white. Mm -hmm. I'm like. This is the plainest house ever, but even though it's plain as shit with the color, it looks really fucking cool. <laughs> it's like if my house was all white, I'd be uh, like, oh, this house is fucking ugly. <laughs> this all white house is ugly, but because it was because of the design, the design just, it worked. I was like, I
0: am richie, fan, fancy, bougie shit. It all works in white. Whites and <laughs> little tones of grays here and there, and, you know, splash black, maybe somewhere else. Yeah. But that's yeah, crazy. So, to rent and it for a week, folks,
1: so to rent it for a week, because that's how I had the, the time set up, it was uh, $54,000. <laughs> <laughs> so like, put a
3: down payment on a house for that much. <laughs> yeah. Let's they uh, live in for a year, or needless longer. to say,
1: it was needless to say, it was available. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that probably was. Let's uh, refinance our house so we could have a great vacation for a week. Let's do it let's put Joe, all our I, money in
3: i i thought of you monday when i was watching dip dipshit logan paul on raw uh, uh,
1: uh.
3: they were booing him like the fans were booing him and it was almost like they were surprised that the wwe fans are even they smart enough to boo this dipshit so
1: that's uh, what was that God. logan paul that was on there
3: yeah because miz is like we only have one question for you what round is your brother going to get knocked out in this weekend? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh yeah. Speaking of that, hold the hold hold the phone, hold the phone. Because I think that's on tonight. Tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? I thought. It was yes. tonight. Oh man, you just fucking ruined my mojo Sorry. right now. I wanted so to. So do see. they? Do they call?
1: do they call mrs show moist tv now yeah
3: well that's john morrison oh that's john
1: morrison yeah they broke up
3: they broke johnny drip drip (laughs) ms ms turned on him finally
1: oh turned on uh john morrison yep oh well they can have their second feud johnny drip Drip. shit's fucking hilarious I love that when I saw his hair said drip, 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 said drip on the side. I was like, that's awesome. He's, ah. Uh,
3: I know. I just wish they would let him wrestle and not be a comedy character because he I deserves know. more, way more than just to be a comedy Mrs. You
1: know? He is, you know, if it wasn't for John Morrison, you wouldn't get Kofi Kingston doing that stupid shit that he did outside the ring that they over, over played on freaking every year for freaking. I, right I wonder if
3: Kofi then, I wonder if, because. Kofi, Ember Moon, and Sasha have all of a sudden got written off TV. I wonder if they're all non-vaxxers.
1: <laughs> There's a term I thought I'd never be ever saying, non-vaxxer.
3: Yes. <laughs> they All all three of them all of a sudden disappeared from television, and it just seems like they're either that or in COVID protocol, one or the other probably. When Man. they don't explain it, then you start saying, okay, this it has to be something else then because they're not hurt. So then you're like, what is it? If they're not, they disappear from TV all of a sudden and you know what? They're not hurt. Then.
1: Mm-hmm. Excuse me. We have a rule here. There's a rule and you're not following it. So you're off TV. That's all right. You've paid me millions of dollars to be here. I'm okay for a while.
0: <laughs> Get paid to sit at home. It's a WWE way.
1: Yeah. So did you have something you were gonna show us, Joe?
0: Uh, I was looking for something, but it was it was wasn't uh, what I thought I, it was.
1: I was gonna bring up Moist TV um, with uh, Miz <laughs> and John Morrison and Logan Paul, but Got they're all too long. They're all too long. I don't wanna bring up a five minute video. It wasn't
3: it wasn't Logan's he's a dipshit. Like he was a dipshit on when he was on TV that night and like the fans were just booing him and he was trying to talk and they were just booing him. And it was just like WWE. What did you think was going to happen? Did you think that the fans were going to cheer for these guys? So they, the biggest pop, Sammy and Kevin Owens got their whole match was after the match was over when Kevin stunned Logan Paul. So like the fans w- were happy when he got dropped at WrestleMania. So what did you think they were going to cheer this guy when he came to the ring?
0: Yeah. I hope Woodley wins tomorrow night. God, I hope he wins I hope tomorrow he night. Jesus, and the, the, I can't
1: think of the name, the other Paul brother name, what's Jake. The, Jake. Jake. Yeah.
3: And he even said they even like he had to make sure he announced to the world that he's from Cleveland, Ohio. The other night, I'm like,
1: people are proud <laughs> to be did. from Cleveland, baby,
3: <laughs> Cleveland. I mean, obviously the Miz is from around here too, but
1: yep, Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. At least that's what it says when, you know, when he gets it now. From Cleveland, Ohio.
3: No, the Miz, they, he actually, a couple of years ago, he actually, they held a Miz day at the high school, which is like two miles from my house. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not going. Nicole Nicole doesn't really like the Miz. So I'm like, Eli's like, oh, I'd be going to get his autograph. I'm like, no, because I'm going to go wear Warrior stuff just to piss the Miz off. So I'm like, we're not, we're not going. <laughs> so...
1: And then he wonders why people look at him. I don't know why everybody's looking at me. <laughs>
3: oh, I know why. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so I, I I was like, we're not going. So but I'm like, yeah, he literally went to high school like five minutes from where I live right now. So
1: And what high school was that? Carmen Normandy. Parman Normandy.
3: Yes. There's like four high schools in Parma. Are they so. the
1: Storm and Normans? Like do they call themselves the Normans? <laughs>
3: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome. We're the Storm and Normans.
3: Pay attention.
1: Oh, well, I just
3: funny. drive by and say, Oh, there's I think as a matter of fact, I was even on the phone with Pat one time and I said, Hey Pat, I just drove by the high school that the Miz went. So Pat may not have been paying attention at that point, but I do remember saying that to Pat on a phone call once. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Pat,
4: right,
1: did you uh... watch the
3: new did you watch the new the Cena movie? Are you gonna watch the one The Vacation Friends or not?
1: Oh, uh, I gotta watch that on Netflix, yes.
2: At some
3: point,
1: I guess I'll probably get to it.
0: That one I'm actually looks watch- very entertaining. Yeah, it looks like it is. It definitely so what, does.
1: So, uh, what if?
0: I have I, not watched it yet.
1: Yeah, it's a cartoon. I know you're not going to watch it, uh, AJ. I yeah. have enjoyed all three episodes. They are v- my, very, very different.
0: My sons will watch them. I haven't watched them yet. I gotta, I gotta watch them. Yeah, I'm a little behind. There's other things okay. I'm trying to watch, and it's like back and forth.
1: Yeah, the first one is "What If Captain America." Uh, The next one is, what if Star-Lord? And then this one
0: is, what if the Avengers actually never happened? The the first one, the first one, if I actually watched half, I can't lie. I I watched half of that with with him. Then I think I had to go to work or he had to go to school because he tried to use watch it before school. So he finished watching it, but I never did. But the first part of it that I saw, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's different. I mean, it's based off the comics anyway, the what ifs and all that stuff, and they're just playing this off of the whole other TV shows with the multiverse and all that jazz too. So when mm-hmm.
3: when, when before you guys got on, when Joe finally like got on, because I was actually waiting for Joe, we were watching. They came out with a movie called He's All That instead of She's All That.
1: Yes, I saw uh, that.
3: I, I was watching it. The, the The thing that's awesome about it is Rachel Lee Cook plays the girl's mother. So right off the bat in the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Rachel Lee Cook. It sounds just like her. She looks a little bit older, but I'm like, this is hilarious that Rachel Lee Cook is playing the mother of the girl in the movie. And the kid that plays Robbie on Cobra Kai is playing the guy. So it was actually not bad so far. I actually chuckled during it. and I was like, wow, this is actually, they tried to make it similar enough to the other one where I I think it was okay.
0: So what is that on? netflix it's on netflix yes okay. it's a netflix original so i've been watching a lot of documentaries on netflix lately
1: yes oh which brings me to talking about documentaries on netflix the bob ross documentary
0: watch that <laughs> awesome that documentary was it. so interesting
1: yes if if you know who bob ross is Oh, we're going to put a happy little tree right over here. He's the painter guy. Yes. That is so interesting to see how his family got dicked out of what is rightfully theirs.
0: Yeah. All because of his fucking... All because of the uncle.
1: Yep. His fucking half-brother. And his... Well... Uh, I don't necessarily think he did the right thing by marrying that, that one lady like randomly. <laughs> that, that might oh, not have been a good yeah. step.
0: <laughs> yeah, I they I, I think the uh Kowals- Kow- was the Kowalskis. Yeah. Kowalski's. The Kowalski's like pressured them <laughs> into a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's like how how are you- I don't
1: watch it. I I don't wanna
0: hear Pat, about Are you this. taking an elevator? Is there an elevator in your apartment? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, but it was it's You're right. It is a really cool documentary, actually. It really is. Sorry, Pat, if you want to watch it, I don't want to spoil nothing more. No more for you.
1: And what's crazy is (laughs) I did not really realize that Bob Ross died in 1995. Like, I thought it was later than that. I didn't realize that he died in 95.
2: He died when I killed him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, your cancer? (laughs) Your lymphoma? The dark side of the force. Oh, that's right. I forget. But so he I, told I, him, I, he told him when I, it was time.
3: I read, uh, I read a book like that. Mina Suvari, who was in the American Pie movies, I read a book that she wrote.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: She had a crazy, crazy life. Like mm. she did so many drugs and had so many gangbangs and did so much shit. I did not even know any of that.
2: I wonder why she disappeared. Yes, she. <laughs>
3: I just read it on a whim because I was like, all right, it was free. So it was on the Kindle and I could read it for free. So I'm like, oh, see. see what how much she talks about her career and stuff. She did every fucking drug imaginable.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And she fucked so many guys. I don't even know mm-hmm. if she has all of them <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't remember a lot of it and definitely had no self-esteem at all. So I did not know she got boob implants and then got them taken back out
1: sounds like her and Tara Reed. I don't right? even remember her having them like, so I always remember her being very right f-
3: flat she was attractive but she didn't have boobs so I just mm. it, it was crazy just reading the book I was like I didn't know what I was getting myself into I'm like is this a porn movie or a <laughs>
0: book <laughs> a little <of> both <laughs> Active pornography, like, so a little, little, little reading here and there.
3: Crazy life, um, like I think she lost her virginity when she was like twelve or
0: thirteen.
3: <laughs> holy shit!
1: <Just laughs> and a, and another <laughs> good <laughs> documentary to watch, but this exactly. one's on Hulu, is the '90s Kid. It's about
0: Punky Brewster. And oh, I did see. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I, have I would it in like my... to
3: watch that because that show that show was was cool. Yeah, so.
1: it's 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 about. Um, why can't I think of her name? The, la- the lady that played Punky Brewster. Um, Soleil Moon Fry. Yeah, Soleil Moon Fry. So it's she did her own documentary. Like She released like the videos that she took when, from the time that she got a camera, talked about her experiences, uh, people that were part of her life and things that she did and you know, things that she discovered as she was going through this so it's like her own self documentary it's very very good it's very good well done so yeah if you were a fan of punky brewster and soleil moon fry it's a good one to watch i was like holy shit
3: maybe i'll watch it because i i signed up for one month of hulu just to watch the john cena movie so
0: (laughs) nice yeah i put that on my hulu queue to watch i haven't gotten to that yet yeah that's that's definitely worth a watch too
3: jeremy there's actually not that this is i don't know, maybe you tell jill or whatever there's actually a there's a podcast called drama queens and it's three of the girls from one tree hill and they go back and watch each episode of one tree okay. hill and then they do a podcast about it
0: because <laughs> <That's laughs> I've, I've listened
3: to all of them so
1: far
0: nice so that's interesting
1: yeah Yes, I remember this day. (laughs) I can't imagine the stories that they tell.
3: It's it's funny because they've all been in so much shit since then that none of them remember half the shit that happened on the show. So when they go back and watch the episodes, they're like, "Oh shit, I forgot this happened." Which
1: three is it? Which three? Sophia
3: Bush, Hillary Burton, and the girl—the girl that played Haley, Peyton, and Brooke. It's the three of them.
1: Interesting.
3: And they're like really good friends in real life too. So like so it's it's kind of neat. I mean, Sophia Bush is definitely very like she's very feminism forward. She's all about women, women everything. Like these all they they keep saying that if there were women directors on the women on the higher ups the show would have been better. I think all three of them got harassed or something by the the director or the writer because they don't talk about them. So I think some of that was going on on the set. <laughs> So, oh,
1: yeah, Sophia gotcha. Bush is in that uh, Chicago PD show, isn't yeah. she? Yeah.
2: No, not anymore.
1: Oh, uh, she quit. She left, a couple up. Years
2: she left a couple years ago. And I think it was for similar reasons.
0: So, it's. Oh, that's the one I think that's dating, dating Dave Ross.
3: She just got engaged. So.
0: One of the ones from Chicago PD just left the show it was dating David Ross
3: because Hillary's married to the guy from The Walking Dead that's like 20 years older than her (laughs) Hmm. and she like lives on a farm somewhere
1: with some cows and sheep and pigs and
3: it's it's interesting not every episode but, but it's interesting like listening to them tell stories about back like back like when they got on the set when they first, most of them were like 20 or 21 when they got on the set for the first time. So most of them like weren't really adults yet. So it's interesting listening to them tell stories about like that, like back then, like what they remember from it. So so
1: they're doing a podcast, and John, uh, Chad, Michael Murray is doing uh, State Farm commercials. Yeah, not State Farm, uh, <laughs> Captain Obvious commercials. What is that? Uh, what the hell's what the hell's the um. What's the captain? Obvious. What the hell is that from? That's uh, it's not the hotels dot com. So what you're telling me? I was, I'm like, and I'm watching this commercial. Oh, I'm like, he's dating, dating Tori. I'm like, never mind. oh, my God. That's Chad Michael Murray. Oh, how far he has fallen. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> well, day. He,
2: was, he was never really up
1: that high. Well, at one point in time, he was on the rise and then he flatlined. And I mean, he's that,
3: when he was on that show, when, when One Tree Hill started, like that show was super popular, and that was a big deal. So he might have may, maybe been rising up then, and then he did House of Wax, and the wheels started coming off. And that's so,
2: when I remember. <laughs>
1: that's, and that's why I say how far he has fallen.
2: So well, What I'm saying is he never got that high to fall that far.
0: That's he got halfway I, up the roller coaster yeah. and he just <laughs> fell off.
3: He oh, got, speaking you know, of roller
0: coasters. Probably,
3: Joe's probably right about that. He probably, oh, you are you going to talk about the lady getting hit by the piece from the dragster?
1: No, not that. Wait, I didn't hear about that one. Oh, yeah. I was some, ta- lady, I was...
3: some lady got a piece of, she was waiting in line for the dragster, and a piece of metal flew off of it and hit her. That nobody will say where, because the story's not came out. So Cedar Point probably said, here, we're going to give you a million dollars, and you're going to sign this agreement. You're not going to talk about it.
1: Uh-huh. So, possibility. Makes sense. Wow. no on uh in a uh, six flags the one coaster the the wooden coaster and i can't think of the name of it right now it's it's eluding me uh came off the fucking tracks the back car came off the tracks
0: <laughs> at what point did it come
1: off the tracks going down the first hill
0: <laughs> i need to i need to google this now <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't, yeah, that That's... one you can probably find more information about. The dragster thing at Cedar Point's it been very ho hum and there hasn't been a lot about it. Everybody knows it happened, but.
0: Okay, here we go. Let's see if this is it. Oh, shit. This happened like this happened last month? Yeah, the end of July. July.
1: Oh, yeah. No, end of June. Let's El Toro. Here. That's the name of it. El Toro.
0: Oh, the El Toro one. Oh shit. That's a cool one too. Yeah. That's (laughs) that that's that's like that's like the one in in Cedar Point. So it's like a hybrid. It's like steel hybrid. Like hybrid wooden coast. Yeah. Yeah. Wooden coast with the metal, like the metal and all that shit. Yeah, that's a fast fucking coaster too. Yeah, one of the like
1: one of the wheels came off. Like one of the wheels that holds it to the track
0: came off and
1: (laughs) (laughs) backtracked. I
2: mean,
0: this article: Are roller coasters safe? Well, they, they know. are
3: ninety-nine point nine percent of the time.
0: Yes.
1: Well, and see that, and, and I and I said to my brother jokingly, you know, because nobody got seriously injured. There was injuries, but nothing serious. Even the, I said to him jokingly, I said, even they're having a hard time finding people to work, like because those coasters have to be inspected like daily. Like, before they can even run them. Well, that's
3: why that's why every time that somebody goes to Cedar Point this year, there's there's two rides not open because they don't have enough staff. So they, they probably, the gatekeeper's barely been open this year. Like, they have to pick which ride. You don't have mm-hmm. enough staff. And you have to say, well, we're not opening this ride today and we're not opening this ride. So.
0: so this article is from July 26, and it looks like that incident happened on June 29th. It said El Toro, one of the park's so this is a Six Flags accident and shutdown report for 2020 and 2021. And this is for the this year. The El Toro, one of the park's signature roller coasters, has remained shuttered since June 29th. After a train partially derailed, only yes. fully coming to a stop after it traveled most of the ride course with its <laughs> wheels on the place, according to an incident report. Jesus! Wow. And the thing about that El Toro is it's like it's got a bunch of hills like there's a lot of drops ups downs and like all these crazy twists left and right wow that's what steel vengeance
3: is too it's great it's all hell breaking loose basically
0: it's it's just crazy wow wow oh god this is bad a 12 year old boy got off the joker roller coaster with a bloody head injury on july 14th with no explanation how it occurred Pictures of the boy being loaded into the ambulance appeared online, prompting public speculation about what occurred. But nothing has been said. Okay,
3: he got paid money, kept yes. and signed something to not talk about it. That's the only. That's that has to be what happens in those situations. They're signing some kind of agreement. They're getting a bunch of money, and they're like you're not going to talk. No interviews about it. Nobody, you're not going to tell anybody what happened.
1: Or they or in that case, that twelve year old boy really doesn't know what happened. Like he just like got on the ride, got off the ride and had a bloody head. Like what happened, I don't know. So I'll
3: tell you guys this is this is funny. Like maybe Joe will find this more funny, but I think all of you guys will find this funny on some level. So when you guys when you guys came to my wedding, my friend Zach was with his girlfriend Aaron at the time. Like he was at the wedding mm-hmm. with Aaron. He, like, moved in with her, and, like, a year ago, she broke up with him and moved out. So, he lives in a house right now with her brother. So, at one point, it was Aaron, her brother, and Zach living in this house. She decided she wasn't in a good place in her life, so she said, I'm moving out. So, she dumped Zach, moved out, and surprisingly, Zach got over her quicker than I thought he would. He has a tendency to linger on that stuff. So... About two weeks ago, or no, like last weekend, Zach was like, he had said something to me. We went to see a movie, and he said something to me about something. And he's, he's like, don't say anything to anybody. So then last weekend.
1: That's he why he's telling us now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, It doesn't right matter away, now. I'll wait. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. N- oh. Nothing happened at that point. So he disappeared kind of last weekend. And honestly, in my head, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know where he is. So then, down, on, down, down. yeah, on Sunday he calls me or texts me or whatever because he was coming over to watch the the takeover and he's like, I'll I'll text him or he still me he's like, yeah, I'll be there right before it starts. So he went down to like Columbus, a little bit past Columbus, and he was hooking up with Aaron's former best friend. <laughs>
4: Uh, which is nice. which
3: is fantastic. He spent the whole weekend there, guys. He was dead tired here. He couldn't even stay awake during the whole pay per view. It was hilarious. I'm like Zach is tired because he was fucking all weekend.
0: <laughs> so was hooking up with her best friend—that oh, is fucking one sweet. More,
3: one more little thing that makes it this even better to me: it was Aaron's birthday. <laughs> so this past
0: week, it was her birthday. Yeah.
3: So they were fucking on her birthday. He said that they were laying next to each other in bed naked, and she like came on an Instagram. Oh, it's Aaron's birthday today, and she sent her a message:
2: "Happy birthday."
0: (laughs) I'm laying next to your ex banging him. Happy birthday! (laughs) I can't wait till she.
3: I can't wait till she finds out. Like I, I can't wait. I would like to be a fly on the wall the the day she finds out that that happened.
1: Oh my God! (laughs) All I can say is. People are horrible people. <laughs> it doesn't matter what sex you are or what color you are. People are people horrible do people. What they,
0: people do what they do, man. People do what they do. I always
1: hate that argument. Oh, women, men are so much worse than women. Women are so much worse than men. No, we're all fucking terrible.
0: <laughs> it's both equal, <laughs> to be own, honest. Just yeah. own it, shit. All right? Just own it.
1: <laughs> Some are just told a little Zach, bit
0: more worse than others, but I it is like it is. Zach-
3: I don't want to bring this up. I'm like, I'm sorry, Zach. The irony of the fact that this happened on her birthday—I can't just let that pretend. I can't. I can't let that go. This is hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking funny. <laughs> uh, guys, this would, it, would it, what 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 would have been the best thing is if her best friend sent her a, a said happy birthday on Instagram and then it, took Zach? a picture of with <laughs> and then took a picture of both of them laying in bed naked. You know, just like the top part. And it sent her a text message. We both just wanted to say happy birthday. Said. (laughs) Is that some shit I wanna fucking done? (laughs) I would have done it. Yeah, I would have to say they're probably not
1: really best friends anymore.
3: No, they're not. I said former. Oh, former uh, best friend. I missed that word. This this she's realized what everybody else realizes eventually when you're friends with Aaron, that El- Aaron's a selfish bitch and she only cares about herself. She doesn't give a shit about anybody else. Hmm. It just took Zach. And sometimes it takes longer to figure that out. I've known that for a long time. I've known Aaron for six or seven years. And I picked up on that early in the friendship with her, that she's very selfish and she doesn't, she's not going to do anything for anybody unless she's getting something out of it. So she's one of those people. So I think, Maddie finally realized it too. Like Zach said that, Maddie said that Aaron's a liar and stuff. I'm like, yep, duh. Like I've known that. So like Nicole never liked Aaron. So like Nicole's never liked her from the minute she met her. So I just, I told Zach, just don't, just have fun. I'm like, this doesn't need to turn into anything other than that, Zach.
1: Well, you know. That's a good possibility, yeah. right? I would I would it say depends so. Depends
0: on how she his neck. Yeah, you know, you know it all the beds She's
1: know? a little bit. She's
3: crazy. She fucking likes to drink. I'll tell you that. I we me and Nicole well, went to
0: right up Zach's alley then.
3: Yes, we went to we went over Aaron's like dad's house with them one time for her birthday. It was Zach and this other girl, and then we went to Kalahari with them one time. They drank so much that night. Like me and Nicole went to sleep. They drank so much that night.
1: I hope you had separate rooms so they didn't like keep you up.
3: Oh no, we were, we were the, the the beds were all kind of in the same. There might have been a doorway separating like two of the beds from one of the beds, but it was. I to close that door. Unfortunately, it was it was hard to fall asleep that night because they were drinking until like three or four o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah. All right, so on that note, I'm gonna say I, I, to keep our fans intrigued, I'm going to tell a story about a drunken night with me and my wife and her friend and her her one of her best friends and her date from that uh, night because it's, it's, the it's, air be, quotes
0: for the date. Well, doing. that's what it this, was.
1: It was a date for the night. This, you
3: know? this isn't from the night at my house when Jeremy got no, drunk. no, no,
1: no, 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 no. no. No, this was uh, j- uh, my wife and I had been seeing each other for for a decent amount of time by this time. But uh, I'm going to save this story for next next okay. week because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's a it's a it's if it's a funny story and it involves me crying, maybe possibly. Um, but uh, it involves my 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 drunken wife. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a drunken moment, <laughs> which was really funny. But uh,
3: are we really going to talk about super teams next week?
1: I think we should. I think we should talk about super Look teams. at
3: Pat. Pat's super excited. Look at him.
0: <laughs> um, you might. Sorry, the Knicks will not be on that possible list of super for teams. me next week.
3: You might this see a watch.
0: See. This is what you're going to see on my screen next. Well, week. we got to change when that. That's not our new teams. logo. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs>
3: I'll get to well, it. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, Joe, then we won't do it. So. Yeah, we
1: don't have to. I think it'll be fun, but. That's fine, whatever. But uh, so fans, stay tuned for a lovely uh, drunken story from KDs. Well, uh, days.
3: I, I won't be, I won't be on the podcast next weekend though, because I'm going to be in Chicago. So
1: okay, yeah. So we'll wait to do the super team one then, because I know you want to be part of that. So we <laughs> give give Joe another week to prepare.
0: <laughs> God.
1: He's, he doesn't want to cry himself to sleep.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, but, it's, uh, cringing so right now.
1: To everybody out there, uh, we've been on here whew, two, two hours, two and a half and hours. A, half. <laughs> a little longer than what I thought, but that's all right. Um, so if you stay tuned that's for the whole happened. thing, thing <laughs> awesome. And Pat just died. <laughs> he literally just died on the podcast. He died of exhaustion. <laughs> Where did he uh, go? <laughs>
3: that's what happens when the bullshit starts flowing, so.
1: But uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and watching wherever you catch this podcast, whether you catch it right now on Facebook where we're live or you catch it on YouTube later or, you know, you catch the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, uh, Pandora, uh, Spotify, wherever you're catching it. We thank you for tuning in, uh, listening in, watching in that because... uh, that's what we're here for to entertain you. And hopefully we did that today as well as all the other times that you uh, have listened in and feel free to go back and watch some of our other episodes if you haven't, cause they're uh, quite interesting. That's for sure. The, the interesting stories that we have. So with that mm. being said, we want to say good afternoon, good morning, good night, and we'll catch you on the next episode. And do drop in. <laughs>
4: oh, there it is.